22 pages later with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. You would figure that we've been doing this for one year and I would actually know when you're going to try to surprise me. Because right now you press it, I'm like, oh, Ralph's messing with me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, shit, we're actually live. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, what can I say? I'm awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll debate that later. Welcome to another episode of, well, not just any other episode, but welcome to the anniversary episode of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later. But if you're... There we go. But if you're actually counting, it's episode 39. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap, here with the guy who used to trend everywhere. Now he trends out of his basement, Mike the Finance Guy. Ooh, somebody stop me. Nice, the mask. Love the mask. Love Jim Carrey. <laughs> Even now, he's actually pretty cool. And um, our other tag team partner, the guy who likes to spoil things because he sees it 15 days before. Because he gets it on, um, oh, I messed up, Ralph's Tech. <laughs> I was going to make a reference about you downloading things while, way ahead of time. Uh, and, and now you just did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but see, I was trying to be coy and, and, and smooth and suave, and that didn't work. And you weren't. Spoiler alert, you die. <laughs> <laughs> we all die. We all die. But yeah, I don't. Well, you know what's funny? <laughs> yeah, I know Blackula. <laughs> what I was going to say was, we talk about people dying one thing that didn't die is this podcast we've survived one year without killing each other as far as you're aware i have a very slow acting poison working on you guys (laughs) (laughs) slow maybe you're slow yeah i get that but i don't know about slow acting poison was that that special sauce you put in those shrimp puffs exactly i was about to say mike you notice the hair loss that's been happening (laughs) (laughs) that explains it (laughs) that's why mike never eats the things he cooks for us (laughs) and now you're finally catching on (laughs) you want some no no i'm full i don't really eat i'm full had some safe stuff before you got here (laughs) (laughs) but i'll say one thing for one year it's been a really really good ride it's been a lot of learning but a lot of fun along the way so um at the second half we're going to talk a little bit more about that but first what have we learned besides cliche (laughs) (laughs) we'll go go, do you want to go into that before quick news i'll say the things that i've learned (laughs) I learned what a sloppy oddvark is. <laughs> Buy good mics. That's what I learned. <laughs> Rule number one. If they tell you that the quality of the mics doesn't matter, they're lying to you. Right. It's just like telling you that the size doesn't matter. <laughs> really? I thought it was the motion in the ocean. It's both. <laughs> There's no either or. <laughs> and um, it's funny because... One thing I definitely learned is people won't talk about your podcast until you see something really, really negative. And then people are like, why did you say that about that movie? I'm like, oh, you were listening. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, so now you're going to tell me you listened. Yeah. I think I, you guys were absolutely wrong about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I've noticed that if you really, if you want to target a specific demographic, you know, you got to just choose the right movie. So like if we started bashing on Frozen, we'll have like six year olds going crazy. <laughs> oh my god, these guys are reading about twenty two pages later, they were talking shit. <laughs> they were talking a bad word about Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> and mind you, I've never seen I still haven't seen that movie. I haven't seen it either. Oh, it's good. You should watch it. Yeah, course, see, and you talk about right. me for once upon a time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, both of you. <laughs> both of you. So for him saying that, I'm like, all right, I, I expected that. <laughs> well, I have a big Elsa tattoo on my back. So <laughs> Um, and now you make me want to watch it even less. <laughs> but 
But and before I was gonna try to get somebody's little kid so I could have an excuse to watch it, but now I'm not even gonna do that at all. So what's your excuse now for getting someone's little kid? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm Batman. <laughs> And on that note, let's move on to, to um, our usual routine, being that we've been in it for a year. Let's do the quick news. And now, the quick news with Michael Finance Guy and Ralph and Kai. Well, 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 a little quick news coming here for quick. all of you. Uh, what? You got something to say? <laughs> hey, I can talk. I stutter. Uh, yes, we do know that. <laughs> That's all, folks. Wow. That was just rough. That's (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) That was just all kinds of rough. I don't even know what's going on there. So anyhow, I guess we want some quick news. Is that what we're all waiting for? Let's get get to it. What's the quick news, bro? Um, Let's see. Alrighty. uh, What's coming to theaters this fall? What if I told you Birdman? No. No, settle down. It's not what you think. Uh, (laughs) Michael Keaton stars in Alejandro Gonzalez. Inuritos, Birdman. It's a black <laughs> comedy about a washed-up actor whose career revolved around an iconic superhero named Birdman. Uh, Keaton's character is now trying to come back on Broadway, but faces fears, regrets, and delusions regarding his former fame. The cast, though, it includes Emma Stone, Zach Galifianakis, Naomi Watts, and Edward Norton. Wow, sounds very what? interesting. Yeah, I mean, that is just... You mean the incredible fucking Ed Norton? <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that what he does? <laughs> you, you oh. seem to know a lot about it. <laughs> so it seems like you have it seems like you have first hand experience. Uh first hand, but um thank you. <laughs> no, you don't I it wasn't worth it. Oh <laughs> come on. That was good. Uh-uh. That was good. <laughs> but I will say it sounds like a really interesting um movie. You should catch the preview for it. I mean it isn't it isn't bad. I thought it was going to be related to Birdman. I thought, like, you know, oh, okay, they're just going to do a black comedy, you know, about a guy that used to play Birdman, the cartoon character, but right. it's just some other character named Birdman. Which but I just brought it up because I think a lot of people got excited when it was like, oh, they're bringing Birdman to the movie theater. It's like, <laughs> no. If you oh, want your fix, man. watch it on Cartoon Network. So yeah. no Space Ghost, no Birdman yet in the theaters. How no. disappointing. Space Ghost would be fun. Especially Space- if they went more serious. Really? You'd want to be more serious? Yeah. I mean, not down depressing. I don't want Chris Nolan directing the damn thing. Um, you know. That would be interesting to see like a, a Christopher Nolan uh, Space Ghost. It's just called Batman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he would strip away everything. Batman in space. Yeah. I mean, you know, he'd have to explain the two teenagers. but And know. the monkey. <laughs> and the monkey. <laughs> no, he would get rid of them because Chris Nolan, Chris Nolan would say, yeah, you know, that's not realistic. Yeah. yeah, the boy would be some like you know tattoo artist. The girl would be some meth head, and and, and, and they, he's a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you I was got the monkey on his back. Exactly. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, well, thank goodness Chris Nolan's not doing that. But <laughs> so Birdman in the theaters. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. What's next, bro? Well, the New York Comic Con has once again proven to be San Diego's Comic Con's bitch. Uh, okay. Those lucky comic hunters of the West were treated to the world premiere of DC Comics Entertainment's Batman Assault on Arkham uh, just this past Friday. Kevin Conroy launched the event that gave fans a chance to see the latest animated film set in the Arkham Asylum and Arkham City universe. Uh, the newly formed Suicide Squad attempts to break into Arkham without attracting attention of Gotham's you know, Dark Knight, of course. So not only do the West Coast a-holes get the peak, first peek at this feature, but it's already been announced that next year's San Diego goers will be treated to the world premiere of Justice League Gods and Monsters, which is an original story produced by Bruce Timm. So unless you took a trip out west, you hoes at home will have to wait until August 12th for the DVD Blu-ray release 
of the Arkham one. Oh, well, I mean, I've always felt that way about San Diego being the, the I guess, the top tier Comic-Con and New York being its second son. I always felt right. that way. But it's but people wonder why. I'm like, well, hello, number one, you have all the Hollywood studios right there in Los Angeles. Exactly. And let's not forget number two, DC now is out of California. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess soon to be, anyhow. Well, they, they've already made the They've started making the move from what we told, you yeah. said at one of the quick noses. Yeah, they're supposedly starting, but who knows if they'll change their mind because it's, it's piece at a time and DC's just weird. Yeah. They'll just get halfway through and be like, you know what? Forget this. All right. We're. You guys stay there. We'll stay here. We'll just, you know, <laughs> telecommuting, telecommuting. Exactly. Well, well, if if the move is anything like New 52, it'll suck. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, just saying. But, oh, but before we move on to the next quick news, I, I'm just still mad about Comic-Con. I'm just still mad. Oh, but yeah. New York Comic-Con, you know, with the with, with their tickets. I'm just still mad. Oh, they, I'm, they I'm, tease you. Yeah. Tease. They didn't even give you the tip. <laughs> it's a, I'm going to whip it out and then... Uh, Okay, it's over. What? Are you <laughs> I'm serious? I'm gonna whip it out, but eh, <laughs> maybe at home alone next year. First, first they make you wait a long time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Buy them a few drinks, expensive dinner. <laughs> What'd you get? Nothing. Nothing. And by the way, you know that um, our good friend Jamal got a booth at Comic Con. Really, a booth? A booth. What does he have a booth for? Couch TV. Well, come on. <laughs> We're meanwhile 22 pages later. We should have a freaking floor of our <laughs> I was, and Of course, he's telling me while I'm at work. So he's like, yeah, you know you know what I got? I got my Comic-Con press pass and a booth. I'm like, what? Oh, my God. What are we doing wrong? <laughs> All of you people out there, protest. <laughs> now. Now. Just want to throw out there. So, so Comic-Con, I won't say fuck you. I'll just say you've disappointed me. I'm going to go the parent route. You've disappointed me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, what else we got? Um, well, wait, did you just ask uh, what's happening on CW Arrow's third season? I was probably gonna. Well, okay. Well, so it happens to have, I have something to say about that. Go ahead. How lucky. Okay, remember on the Arrow season two, uh, that rap episode we had, mm-hmm. where I said that I didn't like the fact that Sarah Lance handed over her Black Canary jacket to her sister? Yeah. All right, we'll keep that on the back burner. All right. Uh, um, there's now a new recurring cast member, J.R. Ramirez, has been uh, cast to play Ted Grant, a.k.a. Wildcat, in season three. So what does that have to do with Laurel Lance, you ask? Trade reports say that Wildcat will play a pivotal role in Laurel's story this season, which means he's going to teach her how to fight. Yep. That's, that's uh, just clearly to me what that means, which means she will become Black Canary, you know, uh, probably by the season's end or something like that. Well, know? I mean, I'm, I'm glad. way, probably. Yeah, but uh. <laughs> well, come on. We, we we've been watching this happen for like the past two seasons, but the only two seasons, you right. know, the fact that she knew how to fight a little bit, and then in season two, right. you know, when when they're invading the ball, she fights. Then and I'm like, oh god, yeah, yeah. yeah. But watching an anorexic model fighting isn't much fun because <laughs> she looked from season one to season two, she looked like she lost like 300 pounds. Wow, and she only weighed like 100. Wow, Mike hates on the fat girls and Ralph hates on the skinny ones. What are you talking about? I don't hate on anybody. <laughs> Wait till we get to the second to the second half of the podcast. <laughs> Let's remember that statement. There's no hate anywhere. Yeah. So uh, there's what? No hate anywhere? What? <laughs> this podcast is full of hate. Oh, speaking of no hate, thank you. Uh, and guess what? Those those nerd turds at San Diego Comic Con also got to know. They got to find out that the that Rachel Ghoul has been announced as season three big bad on Arrow. What? Yeah. So Ooh. so now we now know who's casting. Um, they didn't say, uh-huh. but so he's going to be the big bad, so which Rachel, makes sense that they've already. Rachel Ghoul's going to be wow. Yeah. All right, interesting. So he's coming in. Yeah. 
So that'll be pretty cool. Okay. So watch, they, watch them show that Oliver has met him before. Uh, that'll annoy me. Well, it's a good. Well, it's a good chance depending on if the league itself ever made it to the island. Well, yeah. no. Well. Uh, yeah, there's no good. Well, no, no, because remember at, at the end of season two, you see him. He's off the island, right? And it would appears to be China or something, and he's with uh, Amanda Waller. Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me at all. Oh man, <laughs> did you just call them nerd turds? Nerd turds. I like that. <laughs> I like that for nerds. We don't like. We call them nerd turds. Wait, why are we discriminating against our own kind, guys? <laughs> We're like the X Men right now. <laughs> <laughs> they discriminate against no one. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> so anyhow. Um, my last piece of news. I'm just wondering, have you ever wanted to kill a bunch of baguette biting, Evian swilling, cheese licking, cigarette smoking French douchebags with a bunch of your friends? What? What? <laughs> That's kind of a random question. That's just rather random. Every uh, well, day. Thanks, thanks to Ubisoft, you now can. Uh, the newest <laughs> installment of Assassin's Creed franchise, named Assassin's Creed Unity, oh, yeah. uh, is set in the 1790s during the French Revolution. Oh. Uh, among the even more than usual breathtaking scenery, Ubisoft has campaign missions that allow up to four players to work together mm-hmm. using teamwork and strategy to conquer forts and assassinate nobility. I now thought in your general direction, Fuji. <laughs> and the parkour on that uh, game is incredible. They actually went to the Tempest uh, Parkour Training Academy. Oh, wow. And got them to help them out. To make oh, it wow. Great. Official. Yeah, that's, that's just going to be mind-blowing. There was actually, uh, here's another thing the, the people at San Diego uh, Comic-Con got to do. They actually had an obstacle course where you would run, like they would show you how to do it, and you would do parkour. For, it was like it was a promotion for Assassin's Creed. What is it like, American Ninja? <laughs> all right. First of all, it. it's a New York Comic Con. I don't imagine the comic guy from The Simpsons getting very far on that course <laughs> at all. It was San Diego. Oh, that's true. Uh, so I guess they are a little bit more healthier than New Yorkers. <laughs> <laughs> Not much because they're lazy as fucking San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> According, I saw the video. They said they were going to make the course so that even like anybody could do it. I'd like to see Stephen Hawking's do that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and now we apologize to all the wheelchair-bound um, listeners. <laughs> just Stephen Hawking. <laughs> the rest of you guys can just suck it. That is just messed the up. The universe is ever-expanding, and fuck you, like the finance guy. <laughs> now, quick, quick question. Have any of you guys played all of the Assassin's Creed? Assassin's Creed? I haven't played the last one, the one where, it's, where they're like pirates. You Ironic, didn't? right? Oh, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ralph the Pirate doesn't play the game that has to do with pirates. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're going to tell me you haven't watched um, Pirates of the Caribbean either. There's Pirates of the Caribbean? Shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, Mike, you had you haven't really played much of that stuff. Yeah, recently. I played the first one parts of that, and I love it. Though. I mean, it's it's just, not the first one. I'm sorry, the second one. Uh, it's just beautiful. I own them all, though. <laughs> I own <laughs> I just, them all. They're all wrapped. <laughs> pretty much. I really need some free time. You're in mink well, yeah, you've been really busy lately. So I, I, I hear that. So. Yeah. So is that all the quick news? That is all the quick news I have. Um, I'm trying to think. Do I have anything to add? No. Yeah. I, shut up. <laughs> matter, matter of fact, um, um, what's her name? Um, the actress who's Oh, her? Shut up. <laughs> Why'd you pull a Ralph on me? Because <laughs> he looked preoccupied and wasn't about to do it. You mean That's the true. girl in the movie? The, that, that girl right there? Yeah. Um, Mara. From Fantastic Four, what's her name? The one who plays um, who's playing Kate Sister? Mara. Kate Mara. She, had, I guess they they wrapped up principal um filming, mm-hmm. um on the set, and you know they took a, a selfie of yeah. of the four of them together, and I was like, God, this is a sad sack of fucking people. Yep. There is nothing heroic about those four people exactly at all, <laughs> at all. And not that Mara is a bad actress or she's not good looking, but she, I'm like. 
Oh, so great. Now she can't come on to the show either? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. How many people have you X'd out of our, our thing right there? <laughs> our, our, our list of people we're going to invite. <laughs> All of Hollywood. Yeah. Well, we, we can't invite anybody from the Western Hemisphere of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. It's a little tight. <laughs> Especially not Chunky Eva Mendez. Wow. <laughs> she is the Western Hemisphere. Or Precious. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to add one, Ralph, but I guess not. No, no. No, of course. I'm the cool guy in this group. What? <laughs> I'm the one that accepts everybody. <laughs> yeah, including bad movies. That is straight. <laughs> and I'm going to segue from that into a not bad movie, or at least my opinion is, but we'll get into that in a second. Um, first segment of the show, we're going to talk about the new movie, the new Marvel movie, Guardians of the Galaxy. Is that out? It is. Oh. Came out on Thursday night. Yeah. 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 There's an Did we see it? We saw it Friday. Oh, okay. Then I'm, I'm, I am right. I thought I was imagining things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We saw it. I didn't get to sit next to Mike, so I didn't get to hear anything that he had to say about the movie. So um, with a quick synopsis and right into how good or bad the movie is, is <laughs> MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. Um, I guess we don't need any spoilers yet, do we? Did we get that, Ralph? <laughs> no. Oh. Are you want me to do it now? It doesn't matter. This segment may contain spoilers, so leave Ralph alone. Damn straight, leave Ralph alone. <laughs> <laughs> he's crazy, man. Leave him alone. He'll cut you. <laughs> yeah. Because he's Latin, right that's here. why. Oh, that goes without saying. All right. Guardians of the Galaxy is Marvel Studios' latest live-action superhero film. The movie is based on the eponymous Marvel Comics group that originally appeared in Marvel Superheroes number 18 in January of 1969 and was created by Arnold Drake and Gene Colan. The original team featured Major Vance Astro, Charlie 27, Yandu uh, Udanta, and Martinex Tignaga before adding Nikki and Starhawk to its ranks. The 2008 incarnation of the Guardians include core members Star-Lord, Gamora, Drax the Destroyer, Rocket Raccoon, and Groot. So now a quick synopsis. A recently orphaned Earth boy named Peter Quill is kidnapped in a spaceship and grows up to be an intergalactic scoundrel with a heart of gold and a Walkman. Whilst <laughs> perpetrating some scoundreling, Quill is attacked by Boney Saldana, along with a foul-mouthed vermin and a special needs twig. And before you can say, get ready to rumble, they are joined by a man so pumped up on steroids, my balls shrank while watching the film. (laughs) The Fab Five are eventually drawn into a mission to save Cruella DeVille's planet from extinction by a crazed Kree that works for a mad titan. Can our heroes save a world? Nay, the universe from certain destruction without resorting to a dance-off? Nope. (laughs) But you'll love watching them try. (laughs) <laughs> Alright, so the movie has uh, Chris Pine as uh, Peter Quill Star-Lord, Zoe Saldana. Wait, Chris Pine? I'm sorry, not Chris Pine, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I was like, Chris Pine is, is Kirk. No, no, yeah, no. that's close enough. I can't think of the guy's <laughs> name. What's his name? Oh. Um, I just completely forgot his name. <laughs> Ralph, look it up while you tell the rest of the cast. Eh, it's that guy. You know who he is. Um, <laughs> from, from that movie. <laughs> yeah, him. But it has uh, Zoe Saldana as Gamora, Dave Batista as Drax the Destroyer, Bradley Cooper doing the voice of Rocket Raccoon. Oddly enough, I don't think he's doing the... the, uh, the the sequel? No, I don't think he's doing the motion capture. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. There Chris we go. Pratt. Um, we have Vin Diesel as Groot, um, outshining his other performances. Uh, you took the words <laughs> out of my mouth. I was going to say, best role Vin Diesel's played ever. Uh, Lee Pace as Ronan the, uh, the Accuser. Karen Gillan as Nebula, for all those uh, Doctor Who people. Glenn Close as Nova Prime. Josh Brolin as Thanos. And Adam West as TV's Batman. <laughs> I just tossed that in. He yeah. wasn't in the movie. <laughs> see, you, not, I just want to see who was listening. Not, not, not Ralph didn't even respond. He was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's go right forward. What did you guys think? 
I thoroughly enjoyed it. You did? With exceptions. Uh, you, okay. That sounds more like I didn't say like it was mine. a perfect movie, but I did enjoy it. It wasn't Six Claws good? <laughs> Nothing is. <laughs> I'm Six Claws good. Oh, damn. <laughs> good at spoiling things. All, good at being right. a pirate. You oh, know. yeah. Arr. Arr. So, um, like I, a sexy pirate. Arr. <laughs> <laughs> That's a black sexy pirate. <laughs> no, it's a deeper voice. Arr. <laughs> Yo, aw, mama. Wow. <laughs> How do you spell that? Uh, I think it starts with an S. I'm not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, to move away from that, I mean, I enjoyed it a lot. I think it was a very fun movie. I think with this particular property of Marvel, you can have fun with it. It's meant. I think even the way the book's written, yeah, it, it's meant to have fun. Right. I mean, the book though is definitely written differently than the movie. I feel it doesn't really? have the same irreverent sense, okay, of adventure uh, that the movie had, which is not a fault or anything it's just different i don't think you know i think if you read the comic and then saw the movie or if you saw sorry i should say if you saw the movie and then read the comic you'd be like okay the feel is a little different you know well yeah but but but, but i think what i'm saying is that um that instead of with thor or with captain america where you can have humor but it couldn't be as silly as this one with right. this title you could you have a lot more leeway to right. be able to, you know, to be funny and to be kind of a lot yeah. more humorous because it's not as serious of a group. No, yeah. I give you that. No, definitely. Yeah, definitely. That. Th- th- I mean, th- I mean, it's funny because Mike kind of said it for me. It, I liked it with exceptions, but I liked it. Oh, 100 percent. I've recommended. I'll probably be seeing it again soon. And, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing with a friend. Yeah. You know, I definitely had no problem watching the movie uh, on a whole. On a whole. Yeah, on a whole. <laughs> All right. It was a great movie. Yeah. It was a great movie, Ralph. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I have no exceptions. Wait, you, wait, you have no exceptions. No exceptions. This is getting scary. I've got a couple of exceptions. All right, let's hear your exceptions. Okay, yeah. number yeah, one, negative so, Nancy. No, okay, I'm not negative Nancy. I'm just saying there's a couple of things that might have been tweaked, uh-huh. not changed completely, but tweaked. Right. Like Star Lord being so fucking goofy. Yeah, well, well when he was goofy, he, he wasn't always goofy. Well, that was and that was the thing. Like I, they could have just not had him really be goofy. I mean, there's something to have levity. But there was a difference between levity and just kind of moronic actions. And I, I know they're using that as kind of a, that's his technique. Yeah. But it, it it's, worked. It's, but it's, it's one of those things that's just annoying to watch. You know, it's, nah. it's just well, not Well, if fun. it's too much, it's annoying to right, watch. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know. If it's too much, it's annoying to watch. But I mean, I, I enjoy his humor. I'm just like, but this guy's going to be leading this group, you know. Yeah. Which technically, Rocket Raccoon was kind of leading this group. I mean, well, for the most part, I mean, they do follow, you know, Star-Lord. They are following him. Um, I mean, Rocket Raccoon is just smart. He's just the, way, the smartest person in the group. But right. um, my thing is, I'm just wondering that, let's say if they, I mean, they're definitely going to make a second movie. Um, but if there's a third one, I wonder if it's going to be kind of like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, where it moved along, like from, because remember, remember, the first one was very light. Yeah. And then by the last one, it was very heavy. Yeah. So I just wondered, like, in other words, it'll be, it doesn't have to get that heavy for the Guardians either, but just that he'll start to mature a bit and realize. It'll be heavier. Yeah, yeah, right. Still, like, again, saying that there'll still be levity or just more situational levity, but, you know, my main character, I want to see some growth. Yeah. And for him, maturity would be the growth. I got a question for you. Uh, they changed Rocket's origin, right? Because it was, from what I used to read, it was that he came from a planet that looked like raccoons. Yeah. I mean, that was the original, and I don't know if they eventually changed that. Uh, when they reintroduced him again in 2008, but originally he was from a planet of because in the movie they things. said that he was just a regular raccoon that was uh, modified genetically and with cybernetics. Well, they didn't say that he was an actual raccoon. He just said that he had been modified. So, like you know what I'm saying? Like you know, he just said like I've been experimented on, torn apart, and put back together. Yeah. But 
you know, it still wasn't an indication of whether or not he was like an earthborn raccoon or not. Right. Okay. I, I'll say one thing. He definitely, I won't say he stole the show. He stole the show. <laughs> okay, he didn't steal the show. It was pretty funny. Every time he opened his mouth, you were like waiting to hear what. And the funny thing is, um, Gigi, shout out to Gigi, um, we were talking, you know, after the movie, and she's like, you know what the thing that annoyed me? Some of the jokes were funny, people were laughing, and then I couldn't hear the rest of the jokes. Yes, I, yeah. that was actually happening quite a bit. And that was the first time that. Um, I, which tells you about how funny some of the jokes were was that like you know usually you watch these movies and you can kind of hear everything but it, I had the exact same problem with it I'm just like damn it I didn't catch the entire damn joke there, a, a few of them were with Drax when he would say something because he was like so literal right and then <laughs> it, was, it was so funny the first part but then it's like everyone's still laughing and you you, you see his lips moving so right. you don't know what the hell he was saying yeah right yeah that happened a few times so I'll have to watch it again to kind of catch that yeah, yeah. But, what do we think of the effects? Um, the effects, I mean, CGI? were, were jaw dropping. They were fantastic. Yeah. Groot was incredible. Yeah, Groot. They did a great job, with that. especially that that beautiful scene where he's letting out like the fireflies. Yeah, and then Drax is looking at him. He's like, "When did you learn how to do that?" Yeah, and then Peter Quill has to ruin it. I, I, I bet you the answer is going to be. It doesn't matter what it is, but I bet you the answer is going to be, "I am Groot." Right. <laughs> <laughs> but they weren't fireflies. Though. I think they were supposedly some kind of a like a. Some biophosphorus kind of like cause right. they were like seeds or something like that. Because it would be he would produce, yeah, yeah. But that I thought that was good, even though his power set was very odd in the because if in the beginning it was just like okay, so you got taken down rather easily by Gamora, right? But now you're like you know massively just taking down everything else. I'm like well, that's so odd, but I was accepting of it. You know, it was just <laughs> odd. You know, but but his character was really well done. Yeah, his character. I mean, well, there's only but so much you could do with the character. But I mean. <laughs> It's always funny when Rocket's talking to him because apparently Rocket's the only one that understands what yeah. he's saying. Well, in the, oh, in the I, comics, everybody understands him, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. that's definitely it, yeah. But, but there, yeah. But even there, it's like, he's like, I am Groot. I know, right? They they uh, they really aren't, um, what was it? Shit. <laughs> They're ingrates or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really being ingrates right now. And it's just funny yeah. because I was wondering when they were going to play that up. That yeah, because they waited a while. Him. They waited a while before you started to realize that Rocket understood what he said. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that every I am Groot is not the same thing, right? Which is which was fantastic. I'm glad they they they, they waited a while to do that. I was a little bit mad about the beginning because the, I like the beginning because it throws you right into it and throws you right into the fray. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they showed that preview so many times that right. the, that that the beginning was not interesting for me. Yeah, it was kind of like I've seen this already. I've seen it. Yeah. Well, but, yeah. I mean, because it's it's. The very beginning with the, the the Walkman music and him dancing his way through a, da- a dangerous planet. It's again, it just it it set me up for a movie that I did not want to see, and I'm happy it didn't stay in that movie because I really would have hated that movie. And that's what I kind of that's I think what we were kind of talking about when we were saying about how some of the irreverence should have been kind of toned down because you know, like I said, especially for an opening scene, I'm just like, please don't let this be the rest of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> was was that in the, in the very beginning? Was that Angelina Jolie? On Where? the bed, the I'm mother. No, no. Who was that? I, I have no they would have gave her credit. She would have been a big time credit on that. Yeah, I don't a, know a big name was. like that. Yeah, I don't know who she was. The the mother. Yeah, no. she was way too fat to be Angelina Jolie. Wow, <laughs> this <laughs> fucked up. Laura Haddock. Well, now you know it wasn't Angelina Jolie. Laura Haddock. Why do I recognize that name? It just sounds fishy to me. She was. <laughs> <laughs> I caught it. I caught it, Mike. I just rolled my eyes at you. Oh. I should have recognized her. She's in Da Vinci's Demons, another great TV show. Wait, wait, <laughs> that, really? That's why 99% of the world has no idea who she is. <laughs> no, that's, you should watch that show, actually. It's pretty good. Da it's, Vinci Goes Demons? That's the one on sci-fi? Da, or? Vinci, uh, da Vinci stars. Demons. It's on stars. It's why I will never da have stars. Demons. 
<laughs> I'll be sure to skip it. <laughs> now I'll check it out. It's, but it is incredible. Well, yeah. I've heard, okay, okay. So that's why I recognize it. But yeah, so I, mean, I just felt like not only about that about the beginning, but is was it me or was it? It seemed like they bonded too quick. Oh, way too fast. Like, uh, wait, like you know, yeah, it, it was one of these rushed. I mean, they didn't even let time go by. Like, it wasn't like okay, they've been in jail one month later. Like, right. Which then, really, if you just said like one month later. I would have been like, oh, okay, they've had time to bond. But it was just like, hey, I hate your guts. Hey, I just tried to kill you. Hey, let's work together. All right. I'll hey, die for you. Hey, what? In, in space, everything <laughs> happens a lot faster. Well, no one can hear you <laughs> scream when you're getting fucked in the ass. But <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, that whole bit about, about um, Peter Quill being Raccoon's bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. That was fantastic. That was just funny. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> I'm with them. I feel like and mind you don't get me wrong I like when movies progress fast I like you know I don't like a whole drawn out um, beginner's tale of you know how they met it it, it can go too long but it also could be too short right and I felt like this was a little too short it was a little too like tied together in a nice bow too too briefly right it really was I mean I knew that they had to you know get the team going but yeah it moved a little fast but I mean again not a big enough fault that you're going to dislike the movie but but you will notice it because like I said they they, because it's as far as we're aware, it's moving in the time that we're seeing it. So that by the time they're even in the prison, it's literally all one day. Like they've met, yeah. fought, been captured in jail and escaped. No, I mean, I'm sorry. That's two days because I think there was like a night because he was asleep. Right. Yeah. So like maybe it went into a second day. And then they went from escaping together to then working together by the next evening to I'll die for you in a heartbeat. And I'm like, Wow. <laughs> right, uh, and that, that that was a slight issue I had, and not 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 an issue where I would dislike the movie, but just something where I'm like, eh, they could have done that better. Once again, yeah. tweak. If you tweak it, it, it makes it better. Yeah. I mean, when you're facing against like a, a you know demigod kind of person, you know, with massive power, of course people are going to come together quick. No, they're not. No, no, <laughs> not no. total strangers. <laughs> I mean, because what do they have to gain? Yeah. You know, I mean, or well, lose they, by that point. The whole know? point for them coming together the first time was money. Right. Well, yeah. And then it turned into revenge. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. But again, but like I said, it was just their bonding level was a bit too much. Not much revenge, but like honor and protecting humanity or protecting life. But but not all of them had honor. (laughs) Right. But that was also the thing when you realize that, what, two and a half of them out of the five really didn't have that kind of honor. I mean, the half would be Peter Quill. I mean, he tries (laughs) to do the right thing, but that didn't seem to be his particular cup of tea. And Rocket and Groot were just, you know, guys that look for money. And yeah, they weren't getting any money for well, this. Oh no, actually, Groot seemed to be more honorable than Rocket. Well, yeah, well, he's just it's just his best friend, you know. Yeah, you know, that was his friend. But I feel like again, you know, like I said, none of this is uh is faulting is is a fault to the movie that stops you from enjoying it. I said it was funny the the prison scene where um Quill saves uh, Gamora from Drax, mm-hmm. and then they're walking back to the cell and they're talking about the money, and then of course Groot shows up, and he's and oh, Rocket's right. like, okay, yeah. Asleep for all the action, but always awake for the money. It's <laughs> <laughs> your partner. It's yeah. yeah. your partner. Um, did, I always, I also felt that um, I didn't really feel that I believed the whole Gamora storyline in the beginning. How it was like, I can't believe that she was really with um, Ronan. With Ronan, um, like I felt like she was always all along with um, with Star Lord. Like even when you when you introduce her and she's with Ronan, I'm just kind of like. I don't know. They didn't tie it in really well. No, they did. I mean, they just, well, that's, I think it's because it was so brief. Like literally yeah. you see her with Ronan yeah. and then in that same scene, she's out, sent out to get Star-Lord. Like, you know, yeah. it's not like, it's not like, for instance, you saw her committing atrocities with Ronan. Yeah. 
where you're like, okay, she's badass and she's done a lot of right. wrong shit. Um, and, you know, I, who, what side is she going to be on? That kind of a thing. It was just, you didn't have enough, like I said, it was kind of moving rapidly. So you didn't have enough feel for was she really that loyal to him or whatever. You know, whereas I thought Nebula, well, she was just disturbed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought Karen Galan did a good job as Nebula. She's there just like tweaking her arms. Yeah. Bye, Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're both like the. Not, I guess they're really not children of Thanos. Adopted children. Yeah, well, stolen after they've murdered off the planet of people. Yeah. <laughs> kind of adopted. I thought the makeup, by the way, was really good on all of them. Especially, yeah. I really did like Nebula because, like, it seemed seamless. And it wasn't just, like, a face paint. It almost, like, had, like, a sheen, like a metal-type sheen to her skin. Mm-hmm. It definitely did. It, it was, I thought it was just really good. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sorry. Oh, God. I, was like, I even like the way Ronan looked. Yeah, Ronan looked good. Except for, like, the face painty black, I thought. That was kind of cheesy. Oh, that was, like, mud uh, on his face, you know? It's like, he's taking a bath in blood, by the way. Then he comes out, and they coat him in, like, dust or dirt or something. Yeah. And then they take, like, painted mud with some stuff, and they rub it on his face to form, like, a... Um, what it was like. It looked like tears or something. The the line that that Ronan usually looks like. It it just looked like he, like, put his face in a trough and and didn't wipe it (laughs) off. You know, <laughs> with the piss. <laughs> I still think he looked cool. I, I think it I, I think it was a way a, a good play on the way he looks because yeah. sometimes it's like, well, how do you explain how well, he, he looks? He could have just that could have just been his skin tone, just like Nebula just had those patterns to her skin, you know. Yeah. Um, I, like well, like I didn't like what they did with Yandu though. Yeah, because Yandu has that big like dorsal fin thing on his head, yeah. you know, like and I kept waiting for it like to like because he has this metal mohawk. And I kept waiting for it to open up, like like maybe it would be like in a fighting mode, like when he's ready for action, it just kind of just comes out for no reason. Yeah. But but it was just weird that they took that because that's a big feature of his is that he looks like that. I kind of I, I I was very surprised that they used that they with Merle, yeah, with his accent. I'm like, really? So Yandu is like a <laughs> <laughs> Yandu is a, a Texan. Yeah. <laughs> he's a hick. I, I I it was really weird for me to see, especially because I read the original Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. series. In the in the um, late eighties, early nineties, yeah. and Yandu was very much like he was like a Native American type character. So he right. had that kind of stilted speech, even though he wasn't Native American. I mean, but it was just that pattern, well, you know. Whenever he used the arrow, like the the fin on his head, you would see it would, it would turn up. red. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which again, I'm like, but it should be a fin. I don't know why they, they think that was distracting. <laughs> you know, I mean, it maybe, is. Maybe um, the actor is like, you know what? I'm not putting that big ass shit on my head. All right, <laughs> hey, shut up, Merle. <laughs> What, what other job you have to go back to? You've already been killed off on Walking Dead. <laughs> I, was, I don't uh, think they're going to have any flashbacks anytime soon there, Merle. <laughs> yeah. Michael Rocker. Yeah. Rooker. Uh, Rourke. Rourke. Or, yeah. Rooker. But I, uh, Rourke, it's Rooker, right? Rooker. Rooker, yeah. Rooker. Um, that, which brings me, actually, when you mentioned about his accent, that was one thing that I didn't understand with the movie is that, and I didn't really enjoy that much about the movie, was that everyone spoke like completely Earth speak, except for yeah. Thanos. Like, okay. Like, like every, you know, what I mean, usually with alien movies, you know, you get some kind of an alien tilt to the language or an accent that's kind of odd because, again, you know, you're trying to relate that they don't speak English and that this is maybe either us hearing the translation or whatever the case may be. Right. But I mean, everyone not only, I mean, we're not just talking, obviously they spoke English, but I, it's not that. It's that they spoke our slang. So yeah. that, so that then when they would make a point about people not understanding the expression, it didn't make sense. Right. You know, because people were, you know, kind of like down with it. And then suddenly you'd say something, you know, and they're like, I don't know what that means. And you're like, well, how did you know what these other expressions meant? 
I, I, I mean, it, it, that bothered me. And I was, it bothered me more with, with the whole Yondu thing. It didn't bother me much with anybody else. It bothered me more with Yondu. But, I mean, that, I mean, like I said, oh, speaking of speech, somebody that's really that kind of like, out of all of them, the only one I felt was miscast was Drax. Yeah, I, I mean, he no, looks, wasn't. It looks wise, he was fine. Looks but, wise, he know, was fine. But he but was his, fine his, enough, I thought. But his acting, I was like, oh. He's a wrestler. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, remember, wrestlers act. Wrestlers, you know, wrestlers are paid they to perform. So that's they, not. <laughs> they, they are you agreeing act. that wrestling is fake and there's no point in watching it? Don't yes, say re- wrestling. Wrestling's not fake. Right, wrestling yeah. is not fake. The rooms, the moves they do are choreographed. Big difference. That's real. So they're fake. Choreography is is real. It's a performance. But what I'm saying is that part of their performance is to act. They should have picked somebody else because he was—he was just oh my goodness. He wasn't horrible. Name a good wrestler actor, and The Rock isn't a good actor. Hogan. <laughs> Hogan is a good actor. Hogan is a good actor in comparison to the rest of them. Well, no, I, yeah. no, I'm, I'm saying a good actor. Let's put it this way: I'd rather. Cena? I'd, Shoot, Cena's better than Cena's better than Batista. But what I'm saying is Batista's just so it was just so bland, and I. And I guess I, I forgot that Drax was the I mean with the he whole is bland. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it was almost like it was bland and I couldn't believe him as Drax. Like I always saw Drax as more intelligent. Um well that's why they had intelligent words. It's just that unfortunately he's a wrestler. He doesn't look intelligent. <laughs> no. I'm only kidding. <laughs> we apologize now to all the wrestlers because they can beat me up. <laughs> um, <laughs> except for you, Hulk Hogan. Oh wow. Yeah. Maybe, oh, that's right. I guess Hogan doesn't know best, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but um it's because Drax himself as a character is intense. He's and that's what I think was missing um, from Batista's performance is that he didn't have the intensity of Drax. Because Drax though is, I mean, his humor comes from the fact that he doesn't get a lot of stuff and that he is so focused on his mission of right. revenge that he is very just, just uptight. Yeah. You know, and Batista wasn't able to portray that uptightness yeah. because again, that's an acting trait, and right. he's not an actor. <laughs> well, well, you know, his, uh, you can actually see his tale of Drax as a cautionary tale about, against drinking. Because then you, you drunk dial Ronan the Accuser, you know, and, and he comes <laughs> and tries to kill you. Yeah, that was some shit. When, when he, he decided to call Ronan to, to, come, to come fight him, I was like, yeah. wow. And then, Bring your ass over here, bitch. <laughs> do you wonder if he wasn't drunk, would he have lasted longer? Um, no. I mean, no. Not, not with the, I mean, not with the way they powdered Ronan. I mean... It wouldn't have mattered if he came in sober and brought three of his friends. It, yeah. it wouldn't matter, you know. Yeah. How about, uh, what do you think about the collector and the whole idea of, he tells his servant, no, don't touch that. But he's, he's like, no, don't touch that. Get away from that. No. Yeah, well, I guess he was also under the impression of, eh, she's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, no, I mean, I, I like Benicio Del Toro and... Their twist on the collector is interesting. And even from the that brief time we saw him in the uh, the Thor movie, it's it's just that they've like downplayed the whole elders of the universe. So I mean, first of all, I'm curious to see how if they're ever going to introduce any other ones. But it is just kind of weird. Like he's just like some it, kind of eccentric guy as opposed to some like force that's been out there for years. Isn't uh, Peter Quill's father one of the elders? Um, no, no, oh. no. They are just. That was the other thing too. That that, that was the thing. I was going let's go back to the beginning of the movie here. That he gets kidnapped, and then you eventually find out it's Yandu's people that kidnap him. Right. But you're never told why, 
in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Like you know, so it's just this one. Bit, it's not even like it's a mystery. It's well, not like it's they do. It. They do say that it was his father. They didn't say it was his father. They just said, "I wonder if we should have taken him to his father." I mean, we're left to assume it's his father that sent him to get them. Yeah. That sent them to get him, but it's not said. In other words, it wasn't like. You know, well, why didn't we take him to his father since he sent us there? You know what I mean? That's a clarity of point. Well, this one is just kind of like, you know, maybe they knew who he was and they were going to hold him hostage. Like, because they are those kind of guys. May, you may, know? Maybe I'm, I'm figuring and I'm just guessing that maybe they're going to introduce that in the second movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, it definitely will. If they I'm don't, just, then it'll be a really bad. His, his um, father's like the emperor or something, right? Well, he rule, he's the ruler of the planet. I forget what planet they're from, but he's yeah. the ruler of that. He's uh, Jay San. Yeah. In the rule of the planet, but again, like I said, you know, they hint at that, but it wasn't clear, you know, because like I said, think about it, they're 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 like they're scoundrels. I mean, they they steal stuff and they auction Ravagers. it off, they you know, and whatever else. So that it's like, so did they just know that this was this emperor's son, and they were like, hey, you want him back for how much money? <laughs> were they definitely sent by him? And you know, it just wasn't clear. So that all you have is he's kidnapped, and then suddenly he's a grown man, right? So you're just like, so why were you kidnapped? again you know because it's not because think about it, that's not brought up again until literally the very end of the movie right so you're just left with this whole movie of guy kidnapped from earth why <laughs> you know yeah the last thing you hear about is when uh when yandu's on his ship going away he's like i'm really glad we never took him to the, i'm pretty sure he said his father right he did say the, his father yeah and the guy's like yeah he's a dick yeah <laughs> <laughs> um I felt, I mean, just just shifting characters going from Peter Quill to um, Groot. I really enjoyed Groot. I really, really enjoyed. We are Groot. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, just you felt bad for him, and Do especially, you? I mean, especially when when we see what happens to Groot. Yeah, it, you're kind of like, oh man. Yeah. Do you know how many times they probably had to go over that line again and again with Vin Diesel <laughs> when they switched it from I am Groot to We are Groot? <laughs> that just another person we can't have on the podcast. <laughs> He's like, okay, okay, so so I'm saying we are now. Wait, <laughs> right. I, ben, I am Groot. You are Groot. Groot. Yeah. <laughs> no, you are Groot. You are Groot. Groot. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's funny because I'm thinking you could have got anybody else to play that role. You could have gotten everybody else to play that. Role. <laughs> I could have done that role. I would really take, I, here's my audition. Take us out. All right. <clears throat> <laughs> I am Groot. Look at that. No, you know who's perfect for that role? Who's that? Kevin. <laughs> Yo, Doc, check this out. I am Groot. Jack Bauer all day. Jack Bauer all day. <laughs> Cut. What? What is true? Groot, Groot would say shit like that. <laughs> he only says, I am Groot. <laughs> but I, I, it's, it's no, like, it was, he was a great character. I mean, they, they did a lot, you know, to, to make you, you know, grow to love him. You know, he was. He's one of the. I mean, I, they did develop the characters well enough, I think, right. on a whole. I mean, you, yeah. you weren't left blank mm-hmm. on anybody. I mean, you know, you knew the the at least the personality they wanted to portray. But Groot, I thought they did a very good job of giving you a sense, like you said, of his honor, of his love for people in general. Like when he makes that flower and gives it to a girl, this mm-hmm. little girl, you know, for no reason, you know, just it brightened her day. I, yeah. I, I, for some reason, I thought she was gonna like take a bite out of the flower. Oh, I thought she was gonna like turn him in or something. Like, yeah, it, was me just, too. it was a really long, long shot stayed on her, and you're like, was there a purpose to this? <laughs> <You know? laughs> or maybe that girl's important somehow. She's gonna 
be, come back later on for some reason. She comes back in the next film. No one will remember her. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fact that they introduced the Infinity Stones, spoiler. Um, they introduced them. Um, They've been introduced. Well, yeah. no, but now they, they said what was in the orb. Right. And, and just, you know, I mean, the fact that they show Thanos, Thanos, whatever, and they, and they show the Infinity Gem. Which Infinity Gem was it? Um, Do you think? I don't the think purple they, one. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> it was the purple one. Um, it, I don't know. I don't know which gem would do that. I mean, because there's the gem of power. There's the gem of time, of space. Um, there's no gem of absolute destruction? <laughs> or hold it and you get incinerated? There's yeah, no gem? Yeah, <laughs> just, there's a soul gem. Um, I'm trying to think. Because also I thought there was only five. Space. Right? What? Wait, so there's, right, there's space. Right, so here's here are all the gems. You got the soul Time, space, mind, reality, and power. There's six? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was five, but there are six. But And there's additional infinity gems. Ego and rhythm. Yeah. Really? We'll just right. That. Know, is that rhythm? Rhythm. Yeah. All the black people have that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So of the, of the six, none of them would do that. That's, that's the thing. It's just they're just kind of saying it's a power thing, but they haven't let us know that each gem can do something different. Right. Or at least, you know, we haven't gotten that sense. From I was hoping they would get more into that. Well, you would think that since they knew what they were, that somebody would give us the quick, like, you know, and here's the explanation. <laughs> I was wait, I was hoping that toward the end they would explain, you well, know. Bernicio Del Toro had started as the collector. Because remember, he was just like, there were six realities and it broke into this and it formed into these. I'm like, okay, great. So tell us what they do. Right. Like, you know, like, tell us what each one does. But he decided to give us a visual and it was like. That, that visual was unclear. Yeah, so, <laughs> so according to this, the purple one is the space one. And it says it allows users to exist in, in all and in any locations right. and move any object anywhere throughout reality and warp or rearrange space. Right. Because the original elder that had that thought that he moved really fast, but it wasn't. He was just yeah. moving through space rapidly. Yeah. At, wow. At full potential, it grants omnipresence. Yeah, because you could basically be everywhere at once. Right. That's just how fast you could move. So that, I think I think the I'm not sure if the elder was called the runner, but he whatever yep. he had some lame was it oh good, runner that was a good guess. <laughs> um, and he, he thought that he was the fastest man alive, and there was actually a really fun one where he held uh, the game master I think held a race, and the runner was one of them. But um, it was when Barry Allen died uh, in DC when, okay. he, when he died um, during the uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth. Okay. Where he just like just turned into dust. I remember that. Yeah. He, uh, there's, and I remember that's DC. So in the Marvel world where this takes place, there's this crack of lightning shows up, and this guy with this beard, this blonde beard, blonde hair, disheveled clothing. You could see some of it's red. He shows up, and they're like, "Are you here for the race?" And he's just like, "I don't know where I am." And he goes, "Well, who are you?" He goes, "I don't know." He goes, "Am I?" I, I keep thinking something about a a buried alien. Oh, real, real slick! Oh, it's really, really, it's really funny that they had that in there. Yeah, you know. I bet you DC's lawyers were like, "Hold up, what's going on here? (laughs) What are you doing?" They did enough to 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 make sure they they they, they covered their tracks. Yeah. Plus, it's the eighties. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Is that when they were playing nice? Huh? Is that when DC and Marvel were playing nice? Yeah, nice. We're playing dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what did you feel about Brolin's um debut as um Thanos? He looked fantastic. And I thought he did a good portrayal of Thanos. Yeah. You know, I mean, just we didn't get enough taste of Thanos, at least for me. I wish he was more purple. Yeah, he yeah. should have been a darker purple. I think they were trying to not to offend all the blacks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, I was the whole time I was was watching him. I was wondering, like, you see how like the armrests mm-hmm. are meteorites with rocket jets under them, right? What if you know, like, uh, I don't know, 
let's say one of them moves over when his arm is up and then he puts his arm down he's gonna fall off the chair right because there's like no no sides yeah. or anything yes no. but no one will laugh at him <laughs> <laughs> i'll laugh i no mean, you fell off your chair <laughs> and then we have to find a new tech guy <laughs> Because I always look at Thanos. Hey, Thanos, I mean, have a nightfall. See you next spring. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I, I, I look at Thanos and I think like he's supposed to be as like you know like just menacing as Dark Side. He was pretty menacing, but I want a little. I did want a little bit more. I did want to hear a little bit more from him. Yeah, yeah. No, but there's rumors that he may not be in the next Avengers movie. Oddly enough, at all. Like not at, at all. all. Really? Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's kind of disappointing. That's disappointing yeah. because especially when you when you use them as. As part of your um, first movie, post post credits, you yeah. know, of the first movie, it's like really, really, you're not going to introduce him. Yeah. So, but um, but yeah, but I still liked him nonetheless. I thought well, the chair looked fantastic, you know, because that is how he sits around. Which I, I'm like, that's just weird chair. But I, don't know, <laughs> you know, I, I guess he got the idea from Professor X. I think they went to school together. I'll accept it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but no, I like the chair. But he looked great, and I thought he sounded great. So I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, more Thanos and. Find out what his overall mission is. Yeah. Well, Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> I was just going to say, I wish it was the Infinity Gauntlet. Ralph, have you read that? Nope. The Infinity Gauntlet? Must read. Yeah. It's a must read. Avengers and the Infinity Gauntlet? No, no, no. The Infinity Gauntlet. The Infinity Gauntlet? Yeah, it, it was a miniseries when Marvel used to do really good miniseries. When anyone did really good miniseries. Yeah, and basically, you know, I won't, I won't give too much away. I'll just say... Um, Thanos gets all of the Infinity Gems, puts it in a gauntlet, calls it the Infinity Gauntlet, and starts... <laughs> wrecking shit I'll say that much and how does he put all six on one hand he has he has I think I believe it's like five by the knuckles and one in the center of the palm oh, okay uh, yeah. or the back side of the hand so it's not like in the movie where like touching it like you blow up or something like that you know they're just regular gems that you can control the power of and things along that line right 1991 it wasn't 91 yeah was it Jeez. it seems later and earlier all at the same time oh my goodness <laughs> So um, I, w- I would hope they would go that way with it. but Well, I mean, eventually he's collecting them. But, you know, it, it will be curiosity to see how this all goes, and especially considering that it doesn't seem that he's getting them. Like, we're seeing them, but it's not like they're all going to him or something like that. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not like at the end of every movie where there's uh, one of these Infinity Stones that, like, suddenly you see it's in his possession. Yeah. Right. So it's just like, how are you going to get about this? Well, you know? the Nova Corps has the, the one that we just saw. Right. The purple one. Right. And the Tesseract apparently is an Infinity Stone. Right. Infinity Stone too, right? Right. Yeah. And then there's whatever's on Loki's staff. Or Odin's staff. Odin's but staff. But Loki, I guess, has, has it now. Been, yeah. Right. But, um, oh, speaking that you brought up Nova Prime. So what do we think of the Nova Corps? They seem a little bit suicidal to me. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a little haphazardly, like, I'm like, so you're a police force, but you don't seem all that threatening of a police force. Like, not, not that I want to be scared of the police, but you know what I mean. Like, they just seem like They're not very authoritative. I, yeah, they just well, they they seem like a normal police force. Like, eh, I didn't have any chance for a better job. Their, so their <laughs> ultimate weapon is creating a giant fence. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> it was a cool effect, but it was weird. You know, I'm and like, it's like my my thought was, all right, you have them all connected, right? Mm-hmm. And you're trying to stop the ship. Your ships have guns, right? Why don't you start shooting instead of just standing there letting the ship plow right through you? Because it uses all their power to hold that shield. I don't know. But you're right. You know, you just think that they would do something. But uh, And then you see them like crumpling up like a beer can against yeah. the ship. But the, what was weird, I'm like, so your biggest defense is literally an offense. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, it's a defense. I'm sorry, it's just a defense, which is weird for a military-style police force. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you know, I mean, it's, it's a nice idea that you're peaceful, but it's like, 
So you protect by defense? What happens if you have to offensively attack something? Yeah, and then also, like, uh, you're an advanced civilization, right? Mm-hmm. How do you not have uh, ground-to-air defense? Because, like, when the ships yeah. are crashing onto the ground, I would think they have, like, some guns popping out of somewhere, shooting them before they hit the ground. But yeah. no. Right. They ain't got shit. It, it, it's aesthetically not pleasing for that city. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Well, also, it was just like, I'm like, yeah, I understand that that was a big-ass ship that was coming in. But, again, like you're saying, you think you'd have defenses. Even if it wasn't effective against the ship, you think you'd have defenses to deal with big-ass ships. you know. But also, it's like, so you literally sent every ship you have up there? Like, literally? <laughs> like, I mean, first of all, that's just bad military planning to go, well, just send everything we've got up there, and well, hopefully we don't get attacked anywhere else. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, the, right now, the Nova Corps is having a, recruit, a recruitment drive. But they all seem fine. Like, it just seemed like everyone was like, yeah, we didn't really lose anybody, even though everyone died. Right. <laughs> we just had all these auxiliary members that seem to be just as many as the irregular members, you know. <laughs> Maybe they're like the stormtroopers and they clone all their people. Yeah. Like, like, what I would have happy because we talked very briefly. Uh, I know I talked to the cap. I'm like, you know, because, you know, anyone that knows the Nova Corps, if you just think about it, Nova, the superhero, comes from the Nova Corps. Right. And he has the helmet, which is something that none of them, first of all, have helmets, which I was very disappointed in. Um, okay. Because, because that's the whole thing. that They're really like the Green Lantern Corps, meaning that they all have the same power. It's just that Nova, whoever happens to be our Nova, just is better than everybody else at doing what he does. Right. You know, and then I think Nova's acquired, like, the, I, he may have acquired the uh, Quasar's gauntlets at some point. I don't know. I mean, he, he always gets something new or different, whatever. But my point, though, was that, so they, they didn't seem to have the power of Nova, um, which means that they could fly independently at, you know, super speeds and fire concussive blasts and force beams or whatever. And to a point, I'm fine with, I'm fine with, uh, if you want to say, like, the Joe Schmo military didn't have it. But since you're introducing the Nova Corps, at least, just, again, I don't need to see anybody in it. I would love if Glenn Close character, she was Nova Prime, if she said something like, you know, if someone said, you know, Nova Prime, should we, you know, should we start to enact our, you know, whatever. Right. And, that, and you see this helmet somewhere. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, so that you know it's like, it's a big deal. Not just to put it on, but maybe it's dangerous for the wearer or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, so if they were like, should we enact, you know, you know, Operation 1A? I don't know. I'm just making up shit. And then, you know, you see her look at this cabinet with this helmet. And she's like, no, not yet. That would have been like, holy shit, it's Nova. What's the deal? You yeah. know what I mean? I think that would have been a great build up for a possible other franchise spinoff. Yeah. And it's funny because Nova, I remember growing up, for me, he felt so lame. Yeah. But well, he was that young hero. I mean, you know, initially he was the young hero that you know you were Sam supposed to Alexander? learn. Uh, Richard, no, it wasn't Sam. It was Richard the original. Ryder. Richard Ryder was the original, and and um, like Sam, he was a teenager, and that it was again one of those uh, those books where you know you as a teen reader were supposed to be like you know relating because you know he got this ability through this helmet, and you know he's learning and trying to learn what it is to be a hero right. and stuff like that. You know, so yeah, he tended to be on the lame side though. But but now they've really powered him up and it looks yeah. really good. So I mean it, that, that that definitely would have been a good opportunity they could yeah. have done for that. Unless they already have plans for it, but obviously we saw the I just think that would have been a good launch because then people I mean because even if the audience that didn't know Nova would just be like, so what was up with that? Yeah. You know, like it's just an interest build. Like right. holy, what was this weapon that's so You'll get the badass that, that that even this life threatening thing she's like, no not yet. Right. <laughs> You'll get the nerds talking about it and then yeah. everybody else will be like, what are they talking about? I wonder. Right. right. Yeah. And then they look at Oh, okay, cool. I would, I would love to see that. Yeah. <laughs> so I did think that was a little bit of a missed opportunity. I felt like they kept beating us over the head with the whole 
now we're friends. I didn't like you before, but now we're friends. Yeah, well, especially by the end. By the end, I'm like, okay, oh my God, are we done giving all these you a fucking circle hand job? <laughs> really? <laughs> Funny part, when, uh, when they've infiltrated the ship and they're trying to um, bring down the, the security wall or whatever, and Nebula stops them before they can get any further, and she says, but she's about to go do like her monologue. Right at that point, I got an Avengers flashback. <laughs> where, where, <laughs> Hulk. Thor, where, where, yeah, where Hulk um, grabs Loki, grabs Loki, and he's, where Loki's talking. He's like, "You can't! I'm a god!" Da da da! Boom! And then Hulk just smashes him, puny god. <laughs> Drax just did the same shit. He's like, "No one talks to my friends like that." Yeah, well, it was it wasn't quite the same effect. I was like, "No," eh. but it was hilarious though because she was like in the middle of her speech and he just goes, "Boom!" <laughs> and she flies, away, and then they look back at Dra- at Drax, Drax, and he's like. No one's talked to my friends like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the, f- the favorite part of the build is when he's trying to compliment them. He's actually insulting them. Yeah. And, and you, the, 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 the this and that. And you, the whore. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Fantastic. She's just like, all right, now. <laughs> you can stop there. <laughs> all right. So um, before we get to ratings, let me ask you, how do you feel it ended? Without giving away the ending, how did you feel about the ending? Um, you mean the end or the end end? The end, not the end end, because the end end I was going to ask you about bit. separately. Um, yeah, uh, but um, how did I feel it ended? I think it was fine. I mean, it just—I mean, just it's you're, you're ready for next adventure, so yeah, left it open ended, so it was yeah. I—I was—I had no problem with the end. I had a problem with the build up for the ending, you know. Which I mean, it's not giving away anything. It's—it's it's one of my pet peeves. Is what I mentioned even in the synopsis. It's just that. It's it's part of that irreverence that I did not like when you know he's just talking to Rona and he's just like all right let's do a dance off and then he actually starts dancing <laughs> and, and I'm like I'm like dude this is it's just not the right time it's it's you're pulling away from a dramatic moment that it wasn't like it was heavy it wasn't like someone was dying on the screen and you're like oh we need to pull it back the audience will get too you know it's like you just ruined a hero moment and I get like I said that he's supposed to be kind of a fun hero it just but he's, it no, just but wasn't the whole thing right. was a distraction it was a distraction so I get that but I, it, just, I, it just wasn't right you know it just pulled me you right remember out to, to give him like a speech or something right there like a heroic speech Ronan you may kill me now <laughs> but I'd you rather, can't kill me later again I'd rather that than a dance off I mean it's because, I mean, even as the person, let's put it this way, if, if for the person that would argue, like, well, who would sit there and listen to that speech? You know, you just shoot the character or whatever. It's like, well, I'd do the same thing as someone that was dancing in front of me. I also, I'd be like, yeah. I'm there for a purpose. It's not like Ronan's there to, to you know, write a nasty letter to the Congress. <laughs> you know, he's there to destroy the planet, you know. Like, this guy dancing in front of me, you know, they, they made it such a distraction. What are you doing? Yeah, that's why it's like no. That's the, that's was, not a reaction. That he you was like scared. He's like, "What the hell is he? What the, what well, the fuck?" But that's my whole point. I'm is about that, to kill you, and you're dancing. Right. This this guy has been. They've thrown everything at this guy, and he literally does not have a scratch on his body. Right. At no point is he going to be mystified and <laughs> and pseudo afraid of a guy doing some weird break dancing. In Actually, front of him. you know, you I, know. I, Listen, I, 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 if, I beg to differ, Mike. Because anytime you see a white person dancing, it's always an amazement. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this, man. If, if I'm if I'm in a fight and the guy just stops mid fight and starts break dancing right there, I'm like, yo, yo, this guy is crazy. You know what? You win, I'm out. You're also not ruining the execution, right? I was just about to say. <laughs> now that that could be true on a one on one normal person fight, but let's just say you were you had the power of ninety five hulks and you're bent on destroying something and someone's dancing in front of you, you're just going to kill them. 
<laughs> like, like you're not going to question. You're just going to. Well, when you put them, it that way, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, a distraction five just felt it was a little silly. But I, I mean, but I'll forgive it for the distraction. I just feel like it shouldn't have lasted so long. Yeah. Well, that's my thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't like he just goes, "How about a dance off?" and does a quick move, and that's a distraction. It was like a good minute and a half scene, and I'm like, this is just kind of silly. I'll say <laughs> this: I never knew that uh, the modern cassette tape was so durable. Oh, I kept thinking <laughs> that the entire movie. I'm like. I had Walkmans. <laughs> you, <laughs> so did I. you thought about dropping that on the ground and the screen popped off. <laughs> <laughs> and then the tape would eat itself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, before I get to ratings again, what did you think of the end and without giving it away? Oh, come on. You got to give that one away. No, you don't. <laughs> what did you think about the end? And I was a little disappointed. Why you let him lick your face? Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I was disappointed that it didn't lead into anything else. Right. But at the same time, you know, who knows? Maybe Marvel is going to have another movie off to its side. I, it was funny, but there should have been two endings. Yeah. If that's the case. It was just one of those things. It should have been a double ending. And I kept hoping there was, but then the lights came up and you were like, oh. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was like, oh. And they made us wait through all the credits. credits. Yeah. Not Usually it's halfway through and nope. Every one of them. Yeah. I, uh, by, by the way, shout out to the best grip. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of it, Ralph? What do you think of the end end? I thought it was pretty funny. Like I, I had heard news about it before. Yeah. About like uh, who, who was in it? Yeah, and like I heard that they were thinking about making a, a movie about it. So, wouldn't surprise w- me. When I saw it, I was like, you know, that's it. They're gonna make the movie. They're gonna do it. It's at least out there. They probably gauge reaction to. You know, they'll see like you know because. What, but then again, you realize that most of the viewing audience is gonna go. I have no idea who that was. Right. Yeah. Like at all. <laughs> Gigi Lindo she that like, was the space dog just so you know <laughs> she only knew it from the from his previous movie yeah so it's kind of funny right well th- but that was really weird that dog though I kept looking at it and I'm like is that dog from We 3 like because there was a comic about um, three animals that had been put into space and, and stuff like that and one was a dog in the suit and I'm just like is that what that's from but cause I don't remember if that was Marvel or if that was like you know how they have those offshoot ones it yeah have been a vertical title I'm not sure if that's that dog from there I have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Ratings. How are you going to rate Guardians of the Galaxy? I'll start with mine. Um, I'm going to give it three. Get me that leg. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to give it four. Give me that metal leg out of five. Not a perfect movie, but very fun, very accessible, and very enjoyable. I, I, I'm, I'm probably going to take mom to see it soon. Ooh. Because mom, because because mom's like, I love Wolverine. I'm like, you'll love this movie. <laughs> oh, he's taking mommy on a date. <laughs> hey, got to take care of mom. She, she's the reason why I exist. So she's gonna be very disappointed. That Hugh Jackman's ass is not in this film. <laughs> <laughs> she, and mind you, she wants to see X Men. So I think I'm taking her tomorrow night. So <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. So, um, Ralph, what do you give Guardians of the Galaxy? I give Guardians of the Galaxy nine point five indestructible. Awesome mixtapes <laughs> out of 10. All right. All right cool. Good. Right <laughs> Depending on what, what songs are on those mixtapes. Yeah. <laughs> they were all good songs. I yeah, just they... didn't need to hear them. <laughs> well, actually, I, I enjoyed what? the songs. The songs are pretty good. Hey. Oh, they were good songs. Blue Suede Group. Huh? Yeah. On? yeah. They've been playing that, that song for the preview for the past fucking three months. And I can't stop this feeling. I think they're going to bring it up again, but whatever. The hooked on the feeling one? Yeah. Yeah. Of me. yeah. That was right. the one I was dreading to hear the most because it hasn't been played so much. I was hoping they'd play a different part of it, but whatever. Yeah. Well, they actually created a mix, like a techno mix. It's pretty cool. Oh, my God. 
Jesus Christ. You should end the show with that mix. All right. <laughs> <laughs> MFG, Mike the Finance Guy, what do you give, Guardians of the Galaxy? A very similar rating there. I give it eight, taking a man's prosthetic leg just to watch him hop out Damn. of ten. <laughs> <laughs> All right, eight out of ten. All right. You should have used the, the, the almost taken eye. I need his eye too. His whole no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was funny. Yeah. All right. So there you have it. Guardians of the Galaxy, another Marvel hit. And I was gonna say something really funny, but no, you weren't. Not, well, exactly. Nothing yeah. came to mind. So <laughs> we'll be back with more. Meanwhile, twenty-two pages later, after we get some Infinity Gems. Hi everyone. This is Mike, the Finance Guy. You spend time listening to me, Ralph, and the Cap. Now we want to listen to you. Like us on Facebook at Meanwhile 22 Pages Later and send us your comments and enjoy our content. Also, join us on Twitter at Meanwhile 22 and catch our website at Meanwhile22PagesLater.com. But don't forget to download our podcast for free on iTunes and give us your review. Now, back to the show. All right, welcome to the second half of Meanwhile 22 Pages Later. And now to get to what I really wanted to get to is our anniversary part of the show. We have did you get me a ring? Why did I buy you a ring? Why don't you buy me a ring? <laughs> is, isn't the first anniversary the solid gold watch anniversary? <laughs> Last time I checked that. You're uh, supposed uh, to get a solid gold watches. Actually, I think it's paper and I expect a lot of $100 bills. <laughs> Make it rain, baby. Make it rain. You can hold my recycle bag. That's a lot, a lot of, it's got a lot of papers. I want to give you a bag to hold. <laughs> oh, over my head. Over my head. Yeah. <laughs> We were just talking about that, too. <laughs> what, what's funny is when you think about it, I'm like, wow. You know, when it comes to podcasts, one year is actually, I mean, not bad. Because I know a couple of friends who have started podcasts and they haven't made it past the year. That's because they sucked. Wow. No, I wouldn't say that about them. I, I said it for you. <laughs> they just didn't have a cool tech guy like me. Wow. It could be that, too. Hang on. That's the sound of <laughs> Ralph removing his ribs to suck his own dick. <laughs> hey. Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> I'd rather have somebody else try it. Fine, thank you. <laughs> but it's funny because I think about it a year and I'm like, what things have changed within the year? And I'm like, well, you know, we're longer than a Kardashian marriage. <laughs> we're 364 true. days longer than a Kardashian marriage. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're longer than so many. We're longer. Huh? <laughs> well, Mike's longer than a couple of us. <laughs> BBC. BBC. <laughs> and that's kind of why I wanted to, um, to get together because I, I think that um, one of the awesome things is that when we first got together, I don't know if we imagined it going on beyond a certain amount of time. What did you guys think when we first got together? Honestly, I, I was having too much fun to even worry about like when this is going to end. Yeah, and I, I assumed that you know soon after we started, uh, my fame would take off and I'd leave you losers behind. <laughs> <laughs> not for his BBC. <laughs> Well, I think about and not that I thought about the mortality of the show, but it's funny because I think about I've done other projects before and I've been part of other projects before um, in the theater world and in doing other things. And sometimes things have a head of steam and they last for a while and then something happens and breaks it apart. Right. And I've been part of like uh, of a cast that has lasted about under a year and all of a sudden everybody's schedule gets way too busy and nobody gets together. And it, it, it kind of like it dissolves on its own. Some people have creative differences, and that's what happened. So we've stayed together throughout all this time. I remember sitting there in that Starbucks and saying, wow, we're really three different people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I wish we had recorded that first conversation because that would have been one great episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it, it went dead for a couple of minutes. 
Yeah, yeah, but we were having fun. Yeah. Just coming up with ideas and stuff. Oh, yeah. No, that would have been a good time. Well, what was funny was that um, to watch the people around us in Starbucks when we were talking about the things we are talking about yeah. and just the, the glances we were getting. <laughs> are they right. famous? Yeah. Do I have to sleep with them? <laughs> <laughs> it was more like the fucking talking nerd shit. <sighs> well, for most of Starbucks. We create here. Yeah. <laughs> For most of them, all they heard was wah 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 Superman wah wah Wonder Woman. And and to think, I remember when I first wanted to start putting this podcast together, and I was like, imagine if we would have had our friend Sean on the show. Ah, good old Atlanta Sean. Wonder what he's doing. He's an old man now, I'm sure. We haven't heard from him, so Sean, when you hear this podcast, contact us. Let us know what the hell's going on. When you hear this podcast, don't contact us and fuck yourself. How <laughs> <laughs> you like that? How you like that? What you got to say to that? Wow. <laughs> Warning, angry black man. <laughs> nah, wow. That would have been a great, uh, great addition, but you know. And then he's always like, well, can't you just like, Skype me in? And it's like, that doesn't work well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't we, work We know well. other podcasts that have tried and it's. No one seems to have perfected that. It just does not work well. The only one that I've heard that's done it well is Stone Cold Steve Austin. He does a Skype, and it sounds pretty okay, but it still has that kind of far away effect. Right. It's not very clear. Yeah, but also Stone Cold, um, Stone Cold Steve Austin probably has the money to get that all working a little bit better. Because yeah. most other people I know that are just like you know, like us, just kind of doing it, it sounds like it's at a distance and it drops repeatedly. Yeah, you know, and, and um, it's just funny because I think about you know. Where we where we came from with the, with the small little mics, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and we were between the small mics and and you got to. Ralph kept trying to tell us it wasn't the size that mattered. <laughs> and here we go again. It's the quality. <laughs> sure, now we got uh, silver surface dicks in our mouth. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> That's the exact right. And what's funny is because of Silver Surfer, we always tell all the people that listen to our podcast, don't listen to the first five episodes. Oh, yeah. Please don't. At least. <laughs> I'd say go up to eight, maybe at the most. <laughs> I always say ten. <laughs> well, the ninth one, I believe, was the Comic-Con. And yeah. that was actually a good episode. Yeah, nine. That was actually a good episode? <laughs> a good sounding episode, because they're all good episodes, but... The ninth was probably the best sounding from, from then on. It well, actually, it's not so much the sound because we didn't have these mics yet because that would have still been October. We didn't get the mics till Christmas time. Yeah. Um, oh, but it's just Black that Friday. I just think that we jived really well by that point. Yeah, we, we kind of hit our stride. And Ralph spoke up. Yes. <laughs> I found my voice. It was, it was in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> my job is to spoil things. That's yeah. what I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember the first time Kevin heard the podcast, Kevin's like, yo. Not for nothing. Tell Ralph, tell Ralph, stop spoiling shit. <laughs> Can't watch a fucking movie now. <laughs> it's not my fault if he hasn't seen it yet. I mean, yeah. it's been out for like two days. Hello. <laughs> and that's kind of what uh, um, I want to bring up today. Um, I want to talk about, you know, the, the past year that we've been working together, all 365 days a year, because our first episode premiered July 27th. So, you know, we're, you know we're, we've done our full year so far, 365 days and counting. And I kind of wanted to go over some of the moments that kind of stuck in your head when you think about this podcast. Because I know there's some moments that even when I'm at work, right. uh, I sit there and I'm like, where the fuck did they come up with that? <laughs> <laughs> so I believe we have we have our top five moments, right? Yes. But before we get to the top five moments, let's talk about the honorable mentions. Can we talk about what's the first honorable mention there, Ralph? Well, the first honorable mention is actually one that happened pretty recently in the, in the last episode where... Mike gets a little bit creative with uh, DC's color styling. I say nothing wrong about DC. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess you have the clip for us? Yes. All right.
I, I predict that once Obama's out of office, the next race of the president will be Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't imagine. Like, you know, I just I can see just DC is just like, you're making one of your lead characters. What? You know, like they, they, they don't have those kind of color schemes, I think, even in no. their ink. You know, I could just, <laughs> I, 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 I could only imagine them, like, you know, like, you know, the editors and calling up and like, well, what, what color combination are you using to produce that? And then just going over to their guy and being like, I think they're using this, these three colors to make the color. Well, no, 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 that's not the right color. That's way too light. That's, that's, the, that's our chink ink and ease. No, that's, <laughs> no. Well, that one's darker, but that, that's the sepia spick. We don't use that one. Um, oh, oh, there it is. Oh, it's under nigger tone. That's right. <laughs> and Mike drops the end bomb before our first year is out. Oh, wow. man. Wow. Ah, uh, DC. And, and, and the last time you dropped the end bomb was talking about DC. It's yeah. always DC. It's, it's my John Stewart. Oh, nigga John. Oh, <laughs> <how done>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, I mean, how, quick question. How are you guys feeling about the change? You oh, mean uh, menopause? No. <laughs> that sounds like a personal issue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're pointing at me, but... <laughs> One thing I'll say about about that particular thing is Mike's absolutely right. DC needs a lot more diversity in their um in their in their um character scheme. They have tons of diversity. They have white, off white, whiter, <laughs> whitest, <laughs> chalk white, chalk white, <laughs> and neon then, white, bright white, and then the janitors. And, and, and they keep trying to throw brown, it. dark brown, wow. black. No, no. Matter of fact, uh, on Cold the subject Cold. of DC, damn. <laughs> Even on the subject of DC with their um, color choices or of their um, race choices or ethnicity choices, did you see one of the Teen Titan Go episodes? Um, the newest one where um, Cyborg's grandmother takes over his body. Oh, he's got the grandma personality? Yeah. I saw a part of it. I missed like how it all started out. But yeah, that went down into the child. Yeah, I was like, oh my God. I don't know whether to laugh or be offended. <laughs> I, I was offended and I laughed. So I don't know how that helped. Did she pull out a watermelon? <laughs> That's just a Damn, bro. <laughs> well, it, this is a good segue into the second honorable mention. <laughs> oh, where, you know, there have been some pretty racist moments on this show. On this show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's why we're not as popular as we want to be because we're so racist. Actually, we should be more popular. Maybe we'll get on Fox. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about, racist. I, he speaks that weird language, uh, that Dominiguala Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the clip. <laughs> so there you have it. Um, I, just to let you know, I've okay. already written down files plotting each one of your demises. <laughs> what are you, Batman? No, no, no. I need plotted our weaknesses? <laughs> I have each and one of your weaknesses. I know how to kill you, so don't well, don't tempt me. It's actually really easy. I mean, you're, you're both of you know Latino descent. I just pretty much poisoned the plate of rice and beans. And <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty much it. Damn it, he's found our weakness. It's so much easier to poison a watermelon, though. Okay. So, <laughs> so there and you now have we it. apologize to all the black people in the world. Holy <laughs> man. I beat him to death with one of my own ribs, but you know it's hard to get a rib from a black man. <laughs> <laughs> our thoughts on who we relate to as superhero and supervillain characters with a smidge of racism. Racist? <laughs> now, you, not, now after hearing that, you can't even deny it. I just want some ribs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I wonder if we... Imagine if one of us was changed over from a... um. Okay, much better. Um, 
if one of us was exchanged for a white person, how uncomfortable that conversation would have been. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was a comic book um, podcast, guys. <laughs> and I now feel, we apologize to all the white nerdy guys. <laughs> all the uncomfortable ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then there's some that be like, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Well, that's actually kind of remind me. Uh, do a quick shout out to our, our wonderful girl, Kristen, who never listens to our podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Like like it was really funny standing in line with her Friday for the movie and like you know we're talking about stuff and and well she, we'll also she, paint the scene because it's about uh, it's eight people and about seven of us are either Spanish or black right yeah um and and she's like you know as as chalk white as it gets you love yes. her to death and uh, you know she it was really weird like there's sometimes she say something and I would watch her and she would look around to everyone laughing and then she'd be like ah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like if I laugh and no one else laughs. I'm going to be considered a racist. <laughs> <laughs> I think that if we had planned it, we should have just all like stopped laughing at the same time. We should have started laughing. Foul. That and is then, just foul. And then look right at her. Just look right at her. <laughs> shake your heads. We're like, what's wrong with you? That is so wrong. <laughs> F and white people. <laughs> all right, so Ralph, what is our third honorable mention before we get to our top five? Our third honorable mention was uh, right before the Six Claws incident, actually. Really? We were discussing uh, some Wolverine things and uh, Midget Ninjas came up. You know what's funny? When you brought that up, I totally forgot that we discussed Midget Ninjas. Yeah. I forgot a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what helps me get by. <laughs> <laughs> that's because you're 150 years old, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the clip. Bullshit. I call bullshit. <laughs> I call shenanigans. Well, uh, all right. Check this out. I, I remember reading this once where it says the word, because of the adamantium on his skeleton, it makes him uh, uh, able to with, withstand larger amounts of, of like stress on his body. So like he's more, he is stronger than average people because of the adamantium on his bones because he withstands more. Right, but he's not. Like I said, I mean, I, they usually keep him somewhere around, I think, like 900 pounds to maybe like 1,000. I can't remember. I just yeah, but know it makes something... him sturdy. It doesn't make him right. super strong. You well, know? I mean, you think there was 900 pounds of force with those arrows? Well, every arrow was attached to a person. So if there was 50 arrows, that's 50 men. I mean, come on. They're, <laughs> they're small little ninjas. Come on. If how many little ninjas? If, really? If we're going arrows, with that stereotype? How, how many times have you heard? Any Mexican things you want to say now? <laughs> Damn, Ralph. I'm sorry that both Mexicans and ninjas. Why do you think ninjas fight from the shadows? Because they're not good, you know, strong with, you know, up close. They're assassins. They, 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 their job is to sneak behind Exactly, people. with knives. But you never hear one of them beating another guy to death. Oh. It's either he cut you with his knife or you got poisoned or something. Yeah, but my thing is they're not light as a feather either. They jump like they're light as a feather. But they're, I mean, it, let's put it this way. Let's just go with Ralph's midget ninja theory for a second. <laughs> if, even if they're each 75 pounds each, times that times... Okay, that, that would be about the weight of a 12-year-old girl. So, <laughs> so let's at least go with 130 pounds for no, a very I'm small, going, light no, no, man. I'm going with my point. I'm going with 75 pounds. Or let's go with 100. Okay. If each ninja is 100 pounds, All right. and how many arrows were shot let's at Let's just him? say 50. Okay. So, so that'd be 50, 100. Yes. That's well right. beyond. That'd well be 5,000 pounds. That would be two and a half tons. Exactly. Wolverine cannot. And, and, and mind you, I like Wolverine, but there's no way he should have been pulling all that weight. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, I mean, he did have a running start, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll give Ralph one check for the running start. And if anyone's Damn. wondering what that's known as, that's a nerd conversation right there. <laughs> <laughs> and what's funny is uh, every time I, th that, that kind of conversation, I think that's how people feel like when Mike and I are sitting for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> what's even funnier is that you had me bring that damn harp over here to, <laughs> to the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> and there you dropped it right there. <laughs> 
All right, so those are honorable mentions that we feel like, okay, those are definitely some memorable moments that happened on the show. But I want to go with the top five, the top five moments of the show. So um, would anybody like to introduce number five? Me? Why don't you point to me? I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do it. Okay. Number five is one that I didn't consider uh, a top moment, but it was the day that we figured out that Ralph loves to do something. And besides messing with his computer and playing on his phone and watching TV when the show goes on. Oh, there's a lot more he likes to do. I still won't shake his hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, the thing that we found out is Ralph likes to spoil. And in, the, in this clip, you'll hear how Ralph totally ruins Arrow for me. Now, mind you, if you hear that episode, um, I remember t- saying, oh, no, well, look, I haven't watched the entire series, but you, I know you guys are going to spoil with it. You guys are going to spoil it. I'll be okay. And then Ralph actually follows up, follows up and does it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you said you're going to be okay, I might as well just do it. Yeah, but you went all the way with it. Let's hear what happens. In, in spoiler, after that, yeah. spoiler alert. Tommy Merlin dies in the earthquake. Oh, shit. That's why Laurel. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> so Dollmaker's in the show. Oh, man. I, I got a yeah. lot to catch That guy's up freaking creepy. And Black Canary kills him. Could you? What the fuck? Okay, yeah, so now, even I try not to do the spoilers. I, 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 I'm, I'm like, oh, and, and, and you'll what? like this. Guess you'll what? Like this. Guess what? He died. Fuck. All right. Well, yeah, by, by the way, this is the same Ralph that that second season, I mean, second episode of Agent of Shield. Hey, you know, uh, Samuel Jackson shows up. I'm like, well, that better not be a spoiler. Oh, it's not a spoiler. Oh, no, it was just a surprise ending to the entire show. <laughs> he was in it for like two seconds. At the end, that was the surprise. <laughs> the one thing, the one thing I'll, I'll, I'll say, the, one of the things, because I talked about how much I like it, but I still have problems with it. One of the other All right. <laughs> Ralph, have you learned from your spoiling ways? Yeah, I've learned that I'm pretty good at spoiling shit. <laughs> and it's not my fault if people don't watch it. <laughs> the show was out by that point. The first season has already been done. And you had, still haven't watched it. So it's not my fault if you haven't seen it. Ralph is the equivalent of like coming home and finding that your refrigerator went off while you were at work all day. <laughs> shit spoiled and you didn't even know about it. <laughs> <laughs> good analogy, Mike. Good analogy. All right. So, Mike, could you please introduce for us moment number four? All right, let's go back to the New York Comic Con. It was a wonderful time. There was an obnoxious Doctor Strange. And there were people <laughs> dressed in all manner of outfits that they should just be shot before choosing. And when Mike says manner, we'll let this clip speak for itself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Though the worst one was possibly that storm that was sitting across from us oh in the second God. panel. Holy man. She looked like, like, you know, like when five like big hurricanes come together and make one gigantic storm. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? Let me say this. If you're big, you're small, whatever, Comic Con's meant to express yourself and, and have fun. And, 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 and I'm with that. I just feel like sometimes when you express yourself, you need to take note on what things really, really compliment you. Yeah. I mean, she, I mean, that, it was the first time I think I'd seen black that actually didn't thin. <laughs> it was the most non thinning black costume I'd ever Which seen. Which one of you guys said that that was Precious Storm? That was probably Mike. That was probably me. Because there was another one that I was like, "Oh, look, it's precious." <laughs> I think about that that day, and I'm like, "There was a lot of precious Ooh, people man. out there." Man, there's, there, there. It was just. 
I mean, I've seen junk in the trunk, yeah. <laughs> but that 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 was like that was like a U-Haul worth of junk <laughs> in a Volkswagen trunk. <laughs> it was a it was a, a junkyard in a backyard. <laughs> oh my God! I where is me booty? Oh, get a bigger ship! <laughs> oh goodness! Well, I I can't wait to go to this year's Comic Con and see how that's going to end up, or, or if people have learned their lessons. I don't think so, though. <laughs> no. I just hope she doesn't wear any more of Storm's riskier outfits. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I just exactly. thought about that. You thought about that, didn't you? <laughs> took me a second. Oh, my goodness. I, but you know what? I would like to see if someone actually would try to wear that outfit and have a, and have a nice body. Well, how about, like, well, I just want to see, I want to see that same woman, like, maybe dress as Mystique in her original outfit with, like, just that, like, the two pieces of material hanging <laughs> in the back and her front and all the skull, like, oh, like belt. Like the loincloth? Yeah, yeah. the yeah. loincloth with the skull belt. Do you realize how many people she would have to kill <laughs> to, to produce to that many skulls? Oh my god! It would be like it would be like wiping out the East Coast just to wrap around. Well, well, you know what? Honestly, Mike, let's be serious. She wouldn't have to kill anybody because they usually make plastic skulls. But that means Dupont would be out of business. <laughs> and on other news, all the oil on the Earth has been drawn out. Oh wow! We got the over the over the limit gone. All right, well done. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that, that moves us on graciously to um, moment number three. And to introduce that is Ralph, the tech. So this was in one of our early episodes when we were talking about what's wrong with DC today. And we, we somehow the conversation shifted into Green Lantern and how uh, there's so many Green Lanterns of a specific color and only one sort of darker skinned Green Lantern. And, you know, let's just play the clip and see what happened. Well, well, hold on. Before you play that clip, all I'll say is this. Mike, you're guilty again. <laughs> I have no guilt. <laughs> I mean, and I love Hal Jordan, and I understand that he was the best Green Lantern, but they had already. Oh, because he was on. white? No, because he was the best. Because Kyle Rayner was white, and he was garbage. He was and, an artist. You and, should love him. And John Stewart, yeah, I do love him, but I mean, as an artist, not as a fighter. Um, Hal Jordan, Hal Jordan, um, John, John Stewart. Stewart was a Green Lantern also, but, but they wrote it. No. <laughs> because he's Black. been on hiatus on his show, so I didn't know if he was patrolling Sector wow. 2814. <laughs> Black John, the Green Lantern. Who had Black no pers- John. Black John. <laughs> Black John. You know that's what they call him on the OA. Black John. Which Green Lantern from Earth? Yeah. Which Green Lantern from Earth? Hal? No, no, no. The other one. Who? Who? Black yeah. John. <laughs> Why? Because we don't like calling him. We used to call him Negro John, but we heard that's years Where's ago. Nigga John? Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't wait till this is released. But, well, um, I mean, but go. Oh, by the way, folks, it's okay. I am black. Yeah. Mike is black. Oh. Nigga John, where you at, Nigga John? <laughs> that, yeah, that 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 threw me off so bad. <laughs> Cap was like, "What the fuck did he just say that?" <laughs> well, because I went He's to, looking around like Did the neighbors hear it. <laughs> I, I remember uh, specifically trying to go over. Okay, well that that was that at that time that was in um, Mike's house. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> my neighbors are not black. No, nope. <laughs> they're all white professionals. You, you. There was either a collective gasp coming out of the apartment building, where everyone was like, "Well, he said, it. I guess we can all say it." <laughs> Yo, nigga, what's up? <laughs> hey, nigga, neighbor. <laughs> 
open up a can of words now, boy. <laughs> and it's funny because I, I, last week we, we threw that out there again. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow, we couldn't end, uh, end the year until we said it twice. <laughs> well, it it's DC. It just brings it right out of me. <laughs> well, speaking of things coming out Which of you. DC, and- by the way, does not stand for dark colored, if you were wondering. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't stand for that at all. <laughs> well, speaking of black and Mike, <laughs> um, well, um, num- the number two moment is actually one of my favorite. Um, I like the idea of you know us having these alter egos as villains. And it seems that Mike takes his alter ego a little bit further than everybody else to the point that he had his own interview. <laughs> I actually like that. Wonder why you think that's an alter ego? Do you ever think that this is my Clark Kent, <laughs> and that wow. that's just me normally? <laughs> so what he's saying is that he has—he's actually the king of his own country, somewhere in Middle Europea, somewhere. Europea. Europea. <laughs> yeah. Like, How do you spell that, Ralph? <laughs> Europea. But what I'll say is that um, <laughs> great. Now by next year, there'll be how many babies named Europea <laughs> in the black community? Stop! Stop! No, we're not getting into the debate now. Stop! Stop! It's like the Tom and Jerry debate on the way to freaking <laughs> Erica. Did you hear about that? Erica, <laughs> that's right. But what I'll say is that um, the creation of Black Doom is actually one of the funnier things I've heard in a while, and the fact that he's different from our regular Doom is even better. How is he different? Check out this clip and see how different he is. That's right. We're going to play a little word association. With ah. So we're going to uh, mention a person, and I want you to give me the first word that comes to mind. I'm good. Right. Tony Stark. Insignificant toy maker. Spider-Man. Insignificant bug. Uh, Lex Luthor. Insignificant egoist. Hey. <laughs> Magneto. Insignificant terrorist. <laughs> let me let me read, let me read this one. Ralph the Tech. Insignificant wizard. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. The Cap. Who is that? That's, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's that. Fuck that. That's me. Oh, have I mentioned insignificant? <laughs> <laughs> no, you haven't. For the first six times. And last but not least, even though he's not with us today, MFG Mike the Finance Guy. Trending everywhere. A promising disciple. <laughs> really? <laughs> Black fucking doom. Are you serious? <laughs> hey, to him, I'm a wizard, so I'm cool with it. <laughs> no, he's an insignificant wizard. <laughs> all I heard was wizard, so it's all right. <laughs> that was a pretty good. That was a pretty good black dark. I'm um, black doom imitation. Dark doom. Dark doom. <laughs> dark doom. <laughs> That'll be my imitation. <laughs> dark doom and lovely. It's a new <laughs> hair product. <laughs> Your hair falls out, but it's no longer gray. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) All right. So our number one moment of this year, I think it's fitting. Yes. It's always fitting. Something that these guys will never let me live down. Well, if you keep speaking English like that, we're we're, going to keep having things Hey, you let him live me down. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're a peer. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a good reggae song. <laughs> Live me down. <laughs> yeah, man. But, but I think the best part about this is that this, I think it happened in the second episode. I think and, so. And we were, we were reviewing Wolverine. And, and just the idea that 
um, we, we, we started to create, you know, throughout the whole show, we always create interesting rating systems for how we go about it. Except for this one. <laughs> yeah, we all decided to use the same rating system. Yeah, well, we said, okay. But we used it responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. What is Mike talking about? Let's go right to the clip. The number one clip for Meanwhile 22 Pages Later for this past year. Well, I'm going to give it an easy five broken claws out of six. And uh, for the ladies out there, you also get to see Hugh Jackman's chest several times. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I didn't realize that was in the rating system. Okay. <laughs> Ralph? I would give it, yeah. Uh, I'm going to give them six claws. I'll give it all six claws. I thought it was. Good. Wait, you gave it wow. a six out of six claws? I'll give it the six out of six claws. Is that the fuck with me? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> wow. Why? Is Hugh Jackman paying for this podcast? <laughs> well, you know, nah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought it was a great movie. I enjoyed it. Six claws, bro? Six claws. So basically, man. you're saying there's no need for improvement in this movie? Well, there's always need for improvement. Oh, okay. There we go. I mean, the samurai, come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> that, question, doesn't take a, that doesn't take half a claw. Okay, no, no, wait. Let me get All right, my, fine. Let, I'll give it five and a half claws. Right. Wow. Let me, let you me give five and three quarter claws, just to mess with you. <laughs> I don't think you can pop them three quarters, but okay. <laughs> And that moment will live in infamy as long as we're doing this podcast. Six claws. <laughs> you know, actually, if you look at the end, it was uh, five and three quarters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but after we convinced you about it being a perfect movie. <laughs> Is it a perfect movie? No, it's got problems. Then why'd you give it six claws? It's the perfect rating. Fuck it. <laughs> six claws. I'm going to give you six claws. To the face. <laughs> oh. None of you guys can fight, please. That's why you do a podcast and we're not into MMA. <laughs> That's what you think. I moonlight as a secret MMA pro wrestler, uh, Taibo. Watcher. <laughs> maybe, you got part of that, maybe you got part of that sentence wrong. You probably moon MMA fighters. <laughs> and you own a bow tie. Not <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's what the translation is. Hey, bow ties are cool. That's right. <laughs> I'm curious to see if, if anybody differs for what we said are our top moments. I know Kevin and Joe are going to probably be like, no, 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 no this moment or that moment so if you have anything please hit us up on our um email address which was said during the break if you were paying attention don't fast forward during the break by the way <laughs> i know people do that oh commercial 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 how are you going to contact us how are we going to find out what you guys think yeah you never write you never call i don't know what to do <laughs> what accent was that was that grandma was that like like asian lady or <laughs> no, no, that's, that's like the little jewish grandma that's Jewish? That was a little Jewish, Asian, Polish. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's feeling loopy today. It's Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah. I have seen these guys way too often now of late without their makeup on first thing in the morning. Wow. They are, they, they are quite a fright. Oh, and you know, it's funny. It's okay. I've seen Mike without his high heels. He's not as tall as everybody thinks he is. <laughs> He's like this friend that I have that every time I see her, she wears like taller shoes. She works in sales. So anytime I see she's wearing heels, I'm like, oh, end of the month, huh? She works in sales? <laughs> sales. I sales, they sell diamonds sales, in sales. Sales, motherfucker. <laughs> As Gigi would say. Wow. <laughs> motherfucker. She would have been like, you better give me some of them diamonds at sales. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Just paint me in a corner, don't you? <laughs> now she really can't hear this podcast. <laughs> yeah, hey, we're, we're you guys do a diamonds. podcast? No, no, we didn't. <laughs> no, no, my, my mic got sick. Cough, cough. <laughs> And then weeks later, we're hanging out. And we're like, oh, what about that last podcast? You motherfucker, you didn't tell me I had one. You didn't tell me you did a podcast. Why is it? We have to get her back and do a, uh, a new 
a new sound over for the uh, spoiler one. Yeah, I, I totally want her to do that. Either one. that, or we'll get some other woman. How you like that? You're replaceable. <laughs> Gigi, you're not replaceable to me. Cap loves you. <laughs> I gotta Kiss say up. I, I gotta say that now because if I laugh during that joke, she's gonna be like, "Oh, so you agree with them?" <laughs> like a woman would do. <laughs> can, can you say that again? Tell you love her. No. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I, all look away. I love you, Gigi. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> oh man, I'm telling you, I can't wait for the I can't wait for the day that we we switch jobs and one of us, somebody else is doing the soundboard and somebody else is. We we tried that once. You couldn't keep up with the soundboard. Oh, oh that was horrible. <laughs> it was like it was like watching someone's grandma try to use the microwave oven. <laughs> you can actually put a finger. Oh, I guess not. You're not going to touch it now either. No, no, again, no. You're still and you pressed it. It went off. <laughs> Oh, what an asshole you are. <laughs> I guess Ralph was so embarrassed with, with, with him being two of the top five that <laughs> he decided to get revenge on me. Yes. See, I don't exactly. say stupid things. I just stutter. I can't, get, I can't <laughs> say stupid things. I just stutter it out. <laughs> and it was funny. I started this episode with a stutter, which made it quite fitting. <laughs> yes. All right. So there you have it. Our top five moments and some honorable mentions about this past year. And hopefully, if we keep going, we'll have some more memorable, memorable moments. See, I stuttered again. Just like that one. <laughs> and now we're going to be getting ready for. Thank you. I almost forgot. My God, Alzheimer's. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> After a year, by the way, he's been doing this for a year and he can't remember. And mind you, it's the, it's the only segment that's been since the first episode. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Every episode except for one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Geeks on the Go is next. Geeks on the Go. It's the only non pre recorded segment of the show. <laughs> yeah, no matter how many times you said we should record that we, we should, should record, record that. that why don't we record that yeah. <laughs> and I'm like no it has to be but you know it's funny there are some that we had some fun times messing around with the Geeks on the Go that's intro true. so we've had fun with that so that's kind of cool oh by the way before we, before we finish I just want to give some shout out to the guests that have been on the show so shout out to Troy you're not welcome back <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Joe you're not welcome back <laughs> shout out to Big Kev you're not welcome back Jack Power all day <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to Gigi uh, no, you're not welcome back, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> but you, I thought you were going to press a button. I said, so you're reaching down. Fuck you. Oh, damn. Okay. Wow. <laughs> and then hopefully, and, you know, hopefully we'll see these people back again and hopefully some new guests along the way. We'd like to get some important p- guests. You guys aren't important. I just wanted wow. to let you know that. <laughs> you went there. You're we're important st- in my heart. <laughs> Not really. Um, <laughs> we're still waiting for responses from uh, Christopher Nolan, Obama, uh, Michael Keaton. Uh, what's the other Michael guy? Keaton. Yeah, Batman. That's that's your list. My, why not? That's your list, not my list. Why not? Michael Keaton. No, I uh, would not want to interview him. Henry, <laughs> Henry Cavill. We've we've offended most of those people. Chris Evans. Well, you know, maybe we should have on the show the people Robert we did offend. Junior. <laughs> I I think we should have the people on the show that we offended. So we go for Eva Mendez. We go for. Oh, uh, I bet you would. I am Eva not Mendes. hosting that day. I had to cook <laughs> so much more food sure. for her. Wow. <laughs> Famke Jansen. I don't have that kind of lighting. <laughs> I'd have to set the apartment building on fire. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and, and for Ralph, we, we bring over the entire cast of The Walking Dead, where Ralph can have one-on-one interviews with him. <laughs> he would just be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> He'd bring his tank. 
and, and for and for me, I, I I would have to interview the entire cast of Doctor Who. Yeah, there you go. And slit my wrists <laughs> <laughs> and just let it drip. <laughs> There'll be a bloodletting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we ready for geeks on the go? Yeah. All right, let's go. Ready, set, go. If you were a superhero, how would you get your powers? Would it be A, born with them, B, getting your powers from a freak accident, or C, finding out you have alien blood in your DNA? Ralph. I do it the Dominican way. I steal them. Wow. (laughs) Mike. Um, I'd have to go with born with powers because a freak accident sounds painful, and I don't know how having Mexican blood gives me superpowers. (laughs) Oh, it wasn't that kind of alien. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, okay. Which Guardian of the Galaxy movie character was least similar to his or her comic book counterpart? Mike. Easy. Gamora. She is way more badass in the comics. I agree. Ralph. I have to agree with him. Really? So the Gamora? Gamora. Uh-huh. Well, he really had to agree with me. I have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> of course, because he's black. <laughs> should the should the Incredible Hulk remain an Avenger? Ralph? Uh, should the sun shine every day? Oh, okay. That's a, that's a, that's a yes. Uh, Mike? The Africans are probably like, no, we need some rain. Um, <laughs> it all depends on where you are. Um, my answer is remain. He should never have been an Avenger. That's, I, I, I just don't like him as an Avenger. He doesn't fit there. I know a lot of people feel that way. I mean, I, I have my own opinions on that. I'll talk about that one day, another podcast. Um, we won't listen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, okay, what's your reaction to the official picture posted of Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman? Mike? If cool pictures of actors in costume made for a great movie, Green Lantern would have been excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Ralph? Meow. Really? You, you you went all fucking, like, you know, horny guy about that? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I thought, she, I thought it was pretty badass, but like you guys said off off the podcast when we were on break, definitely felt Xena-esque. It was yeah. just too Xena-esque, and she just, they sucked out all the color that is Wonder Woman out of that outfit. Well, and I'm maybe like, it's just eh. the Amazonian costume, I guess. And not the actual Wonder Woman-esque one. Yeah. Right. That's true. All right. And last question. Should superman be reunited with lois lane in new 52 and the second part of that question is when do you see it happening ralph uh should you have a two cent dinner when you're getting a whole lobster dinner for free what are you referring to huh what are you referring to going from wonder woman to lois lane kind of really you're gonna go down yeah, but do you think well, he would... probably does? <laughs> He's the only one that's not afraid of her legs collapsing. <laughs> she's gonna snap my neck. No, she's not. I'm Superman. <laughs> do, do you see it happening though in DC? Probably because well, a guesstimate. When do you think it happens? Maybe within the before the end of the year. Okay, so you think wow. maybe before the end of the year he starts being with Lois again? Oof. All right, Mike. Uh, should they be reunited? Oh, hell no. I, it's just a tired, tired old tiredness. Yeah. <laughs> and when do I see it happening? Right before I blow up DC Comics. <laughs> I'll, I'll go on record and saying, you know what? It's a, they're, they're a classic couple. I feel like they should be at some point reunited, but not for the long haul. I think you know something should happen. But, but my question is, I mean, to what end, though? I mean, again, besides its tradition. I mean, think about it. It's the, a new 52. You're starting from scratch. Right, but again... Besides, you are starting from scratch. So now that we're starting from scratch, besides tradition, so take tradition out because it's all new. What does that? What does their relationship bring to the table? I mean, like, what does that relationship amongst any other relationship you could have with any other person bring? You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not just saying. So that's why I'm just like, you know there'd be no purpose. You know what would be a better relationship? What's that? Lois Lane and Wonder Woman. Yeah, <laughs> Batman and Superman. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I know there's some people. There's some people who would love that. <laughs> <laughs> what 
Batman and Superman. Either or? one. Oh, okay. Either one. <laughs> no, but I mean, but that is really true. Like, I hate when you know when you get times when you know either like when Marvel tried to do with like the the uh, its Ultimate World or DC with its billionth and a half regeneration of a universe. It's like just stop recreating what you have. I mean, usually you're re- you're starting a new universe for a reason. Yeah. What is the purpose of the same old, same old then? You know, I mean, certain things I get for branding purposes. Like, for instance, you need a Batman and Robin to a point only because of the branding of Batman and Robin. Um, but Lois and Superman, besides the TV show, they're not branded together. You know what I mean? Yeah, but so it's you a, can it, always have a Lois Lane comic. I guess. It's to keep the character going. And right. then have her have her own love. I mean, like, wouldn't it be interesting to see her with somebody else? I mean, not just like a normal person, but she moves on and I mean granted in all the comics she was always after some other man besides Superman <laughs> but uh <laughs> well, well, what's interesting is that um Spider-Man's done that with Mary Jane right like yeah. they've done that where she's dating somebody else now yeah. and you know he's dating somebody and else and I hope they don't go back to it I mean it, again it's not anything about Mary Jane I mean it's just been there done that I mean all you're gonna do is then start what recreating an affair that you were you know a love affair that you got rid of it's like whoops you know, as they've done, let me find them some other people, you know. Well, you know, a lot of people have tried to kick away Mary Jane, but they always go back to it. Yeah, true. One bonus yeah. question. Well, Mary Jane's now legal in New York. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. For medicinal Medi- purposes. Medical Mary Jane. <laughs> medical Mary Jane. <laughs> Nurse Mary Jane. <laughs> Nurse Mary Jane, right? Um, one bonus question. Do you see DC within the next 12 months getting rid of New 52? The entire idea. Now they've gone a couple of years now. It's like three years now, three years in. Do you see DC starting over or changing or going to another earth-shattering flashpoint event where it's going to rewrite the history again in twelve months? In twelve months, in a year, a year from now. I mean, anything's possible. I don't see it in a year. I think they know they need to do it, but I don't see. I, I don't. I think they're too prideful to do it right now. I think it's just going to. I think it's just going to be a point where it's, they're just going to layer so much more shit on top of shit. It's just going to be this the world's smelliest baklava. <laughs> Basically, I, I, you know? I hear that, but I, don't, I feel like if after a while, I feel like maybe within the year, they're going to do something to change up the universe again. Because I feel like they, they realize they made a lot of mistakes here. And a lot of people are not happy. And they're really trying to like put, put a square peg into a round hole. It's still not yeah. working. So they're still, now they're trying to shave the corners down. Right. <laughs> but now I feel like I feel like within the next year something's gonna happen. Some big event's gonna happen. It's gonna change it, change it all up I'm, again. They're probably gonna take my idea because you know how much they listen to our podcast and they're gonna get, get a tank. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> after they get the tank, right? They're gonna get just stories from other people, from like freelancers, and use those. Yeah, it's very possible. I mean, I don't, I don't know what they need to do. I mean, they just need to just stop, stop, tr- like trying these tricks. You know what I mean? Just there was nothing wrong with the old universe even before the crisis. I mean, there wasn't. You know, I mean, you, all you just had to do was just write your stories differently. I mean, you know, I and get the, new, you know, new and better stories. Yeah, and when they brought the multiverse back, and I think that's still here in the new fifty. Well, it is still in the new fifty yeah. because there's an Earth two definitely. It's just you know, it's it's no nothing wrong with having a multiverse. You just write stories for it. it, it no one was getting confused between Superman and Batman and, and all this stuff. So. It's just just make a plan and stick with it. I mean, if you're going to stick with the new fifty two, then advance on it. When you realize it's three years in, and because we kind of talked about it a little bit before, I mean, there's always differing opinion. I think Troy uh, was saying that he didn't quite agree with what I'm about to say, which is, but it's just you have so much rich history, and in three years they haven't even scratched the surface. I mean, they haven't even scratched any part of it. You know, all these characters that are out there that had formed all these alliances and, and relationships and 
and, and bitter bloods and all this other crap that went on, it's no longer there. So that that's the worst part is that so that when they do kind of bring back a character, even if it's more a smaller character, or whatever, they're like, you know, it's so and so, and you see them on the page, you're like, well, that only meant something in your old universe. Like now that you're bringing in so and so, like they don't know this person or th- this didn't already happen. So like, there's no bad blood, for instance, already there. It's like, yeah. you know, I, th- but I think part of it, the, the excitement of saying, you know what, where are they going to go with this character now, now that he get the first start. So I, I can and see that part I'm fine with, but they're just not, it's like, I mean, think about it. I mean, I grant, I don't read a lot of DC anymore because I just can't really take their crap. So I don't read that many titles, but of the titles I read, they're, they're virtually not adding, you know, they're just kind of right. maintaining their stories right now. And I'm like, well, it's fine. You know, but you know, wh- where are you going to go from here? And I guess, you know, I guess that's the, the, the point to find out. Right. Um, one last question before we go off the air. Um, just something I thought about right now. Would it be funny if we decided to get a f- yeah, hood? What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Was in the building. How would you guys feel if we got a fourth permanent member? No. Whip it. Whip <laughs> it good. <laughs> I was waiting for. Hell no. <laughs> no. I mean, we could get a third permanent member. One of you is going. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Mike. <laughs> and that's our show for this week. So for um, MFG Mike the Finance Guy and RT Square Off the Tech, this is the cap saying, keep it geeky. And with these guys, I hope I have a couple of more years with. Maybe more. <laughs> <laughs>